Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. We've got myself, Bruno. I'm joined by a man who is also currently residing in Kim Kardashian's bed, my co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Blockheads, millions around the world. Pete Davidson. He gets around, doesn't he? Pete, uh, a, a magic, magical man, really. I don't know how he... It's uh, very akin to when David Copperfield picked up Claudia Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer. And you're like, that's, that's true magic right there. It's, well, it's, uh, but, no, if, <laughs> it would be like where David Copperfield pulls one rabbit out of a hat. Pete Davidson yeah. flips the hat upside down and a whole fucking herd of rabbits comes flying out and starts chewing the faces off the audience. Yeah, he's yeah. a magic man. Yeah, it's just a trick, guys. Yeah. It's just a trick. So, yeah. yeah, he does get around and he does uh, bag himself a few. The whole, I find the whole Kanye West, Pete, uh, Pete Davidson thing particularly funny because of the power dynamics involved. I don't know if we've gone over this before or not. Talked about it on last week's show a little bit. Yeah, where well, because like Kanye can basically, you would imagine Kanye would be like the biggest Chad in the world when it comes to, yeah. you know, the chicks. But then he comes, he comes this fucking weird skinny guy, looks like a heroin junkie. Let's be honest, yeah. tattoos yeah. all over him, and he's now fucking the biggest Chad's wife. So that doesn't that automatically mean he defaults in as the biggest Chad Greeno? Is that the way you see? Yeah. Yeah. Double down. Yeah, exactly. You take the power. Yeah. Uh, trying to think of a, is it a Pokemon thing where you can extract the power of a different Pokemon? Oh, you're asking the wrong Pokemon. guy, unfortunately. On that. Asking, I'm the wrong guy too. Yeah. I'm making up as I go. Okay. But I assume that's what Pokemons do. Do they? I think, yeah, they come out of little balls, don't they? So basically Pete Davidson is shooting Pokemons into Kanye's wife. Yeah. Okay. Because they come out of the balls. Yeah, spot on. Cool. Now, uh, a bit of housekeeping before we kick off, sir. Okay, now, a little uh, bit of pre-show cleanup. Nice. A little bit of pre-show cleanup, stuff mm. we normally should talk about off air, but mm-hmm. we just do it on air because, okay. you know, we don't want to be late. We don't want to keep the fans waiting. We don't want to keep right. the blockheads waiting. Also, and we do we-, we do kick off pre-show. You'll be pleased to know everyone at home, boys and girls, 8.28 p.m. tonight it was that we started we the pre-show. Yeah, and did we go on at – was it – did we go on at 8.30 or did we kind of fuck around for a little bit? First? We're a bit late, mate. Yeah, a we're about late, uh, right. 8.35 this week. That's all right. It's 8.35. Not that, you we'll dick. It's all good. Now, I had, had our good friend uh, Ste- Stephen Sears reach out ah, about okay. an hour ago yeah. and say, hey, Greeno, like, because he was asking a couple of weeks ago, hmm. had, a, had a rough week. Right. We are looking forward to the block night. Happened to be the week we took the week off. Oh, really? Nice, Gary. Yeah. Nice. Um, Way to pay attention out there. Remember, he used to do the polls for us, Steph, on the yeah, show. Yeah, 100%. But uh, that that would in, that would involve us actually putting out we weren't doing the show that week. We just, yeah. We realised no one's listening, so we don't care. So we just move right. on. I'm, out, I'm, I'm thinking about not even just not even showing up for my own show tomorrow, Greeno. That's the kind of mood I'm in at the moment. It's just like, well, nah, I'll just think I'll just lay in bed. I think I'll just stay in bed yeah. for a while. What do you reckon? Yeah. No one will know. No one will notice. Nobody cares. Nice, nice Gary. Gary. <laughs> Steph reached out a couple of weeks ago, and then he messaged us earlier today, hmm. or about an hour ago, and he's like, "You boys on tonight?" Because I'm re- it's daylight savings, and I'm confused as to what the time difference is. Ah, right. And I want to try and work out whether I should keep on drinking. I'm like, Steph, we are 47 minutes till airtime. Keep drinking, son. That's nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Good advice. Nice. So Steph, yeah, Steph's a, a few in. Uh, mm. Looking forward to that. Now, yeah, also, you don't, uh, you don't want to start. You don't want to start slowing down forty-five minutes before kickoff. That's when you've got to put the accelerator down. Double down, exactly. Yeah. That's when there's start, yeah. within an hour, yeah. let's say two hours before the show. That's when I really. That's when I want the Sam Booker to come out, Greeno. You know, mm. 
right? And the, you know, lip sip sucks, right? I want to yeah. see them. Uh, that's when you really get the party started. That's right. So, because we need our audience really lubricated, really drunk. Yeah. Back in the day, when we we're at a quick story time and yeah, step back in time, I like stories about pinatas. Back in the day when me and you were in a band, after about a year of doing gigs at like local Christian community uh, events, <laughs> we made the executive decision as a band that we should only play gigs in pubs moving forward because yeah. we need the punters drunk to enjoy our music. That's correct. And and the same kind of applies to our show now. So hmm. if you're not drunk right now, probably switch off, yep. have a couple hmm. and drop Drop back in a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't have to listen live. Just make sure the next time that you're really pounding a few, you put us on yeah. in the background. You know, tip of the hat. Nice Gary. That's a, nice Gary. The block is best enjoyed blotto, Greeno, as they say. 100%. As they say only in Vietnam. Yeah. Only way to enjoy it. Right. <laughs> What's the Vietnamese drink of choice? Uh, they like their rums. They have like these rums that they have there. Uh, I remember mm. a little quick little story. I, I like stories oh, yeah. about pinatas. I was over in Thailand with some friends and family and it was like right at the arse end of, I, I guess it was like two weeks maybe, something like that. And there was, there was like maybe a week spent in like a resort basically. And then yeah. uh, another week like on this fucking little island kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. so it was the last day and everyone's like, all right, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go out and ride elephants. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, fuck that. You know, I'm not getting up on one of those fucking things. No way you can't. So I'm like, nah, you know what? You guys go out and have a good time. So here I am on my own, right? In Thailand, last fucking day there. And I'm like, what am I going to do? I oh, know. I'll head to the local shop, Greeno, because they sell a lot of booze there. I'd walk past yeah. there before. Mind you, this is a place where you can buy shit like Valium over the counter at a pharmacy, by the way. Nice, Gary! <laughs> Just to, yeah, yeah, I'll take eight. All right, off you go. Yeah. So head down to the bottle shop and I pick myself up a bottle of fucking this Thai rum. Never heard of it. Never seen it again. Can't remember the name of it. Okay. I, I go down to the beach and I'm like, get the old iPod out, Greeno. Old school, big, chunky iPod back in the day headphones in and I just lay in the, on the beach, right, on this shitty sand. It was really shitty sand. It was like rocks and stuff, right? Yeah. But there was nothing else going on. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to smash this bottle of rum. Got through it. <laughs> I reckon I got through the first one at like 10 o'clock, right? Yeah. And then I paid a guy to go down to the shop and I said, hey, look, Bella. yeah, yeah. I paid one of the local dudes. I'm like, look, here's enough for two bottles. Grab me one. Get yourself one, you know? And he's like, oh, nice Gary. oh, mate, nice Gary. Nice Gary. He came back quicker than I could fucking put my wallet away. He was already nice. back. <laughs> like yeah. he took a moped or something down there. Bang, bang, straight back. I'm like, all right, sweet. He, the situation. he didn't want to give you time to consider that option. He's yeah. like, hang on, someone might change his mind. I might not get the booze. I better get it ASAP. Yeah. Oh, look, and the thing about this rum, right, that makes it special, I don't know if it was the setting or maybe, it, maybe if I drank it again, it wouldn't be so good. This stuff was so good. You could just drink it straight. And it was like, so you got to imagine it's like fucking 40 degrees, hot sun on the beach, yeah. right? Drinking straight rum, right? Mm. I reckon I got like a third of the way through yeah. the last, uh, the second bottle. And next thing I remember kind of being woken up, the sun had set, it was nighttime and I can fucking barely move because I'm red raw. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Like literally fell asleep with like holding the bottle of rum until someone came and got me and like, hey, you all right, man? <laughs> it's like, 
So there you go. We nice, Gary. Nice. That's what the tyres do. We had a bottle and a half of rum uh, before, like before morning tea. So yeah. it makes sense that you passed out. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean to pull you up on your story, yeah. but you managed to transition from oh, I've got a story about Vietnam mm. to getting drunk on rum in Thailand. Oh, yeah, they're close enough. Nice, Gary. Yeah. So, uh, the other <laughs> shout out uh, I was asked to do, uh, Robbie Thornton, mm. who's a big supporter of our show, one of our like six listeners now. Uh, uh, he said, "Look, uh, got uh, he's doing he's a referee uh, doing some Friday night footy tonight, yep. and he's like uh, interested in a shout out." I'm mm. like, "Well, considering he's he started a podcast about you know three months ago, okay, and it already outrates our podcast." <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> We might be able to, to mooch off Robbie's fandom. Oh, uh, so you reckon like latch a, on to him and, you know. Get a Fergo and the Freak, latch on, yeah. increase our listenership. Oh, yeah, because that worked out so well for us last time. <laughs> hey, you, we, a lot of our listeners are still Fergo and the Freak. Oh, no. Them. What's wrong with you guys? Fuck. We love, we <laughs> this is a terrible day. show. Why would you want to listen to this garbage? Because this we're horrible. fans of Fergo and the Freak. It was the, it was the hybrid. It was the cross-pollination. We so, love uh, Fergo and the Freak. So if any any of the listeners of Robbie's World, yeah. uh, that podcast, mm. want to cross on over to a bit of block. Now, right. I know Robbie talks about different things. He talks about, you know, sport, animation, et cetera. Okay. Uh, we don't talk about any of that. <laughs> Come but- on. Uh-uh. Nice, Gary. We have mentioned uh-huh. Pokemon already. I think you'll okay, find. Okay, fair call. Fair yep. call. Yeah. We have talked about sport in some capacity, have we not? Surely we've thrown an some kind of reference in. I can't remember it, what it is. But I'm sure uh, we said something sport, sport related. Normally, sports people don't give a fuck about. He talks. I think he talks about footy, okay. whereas we talk about uh, transactions in MLB in the off season. Yeah, we talk about Sheffield Shield bowling statistics. Sheffield Shield bowling stats <laughs> in the, the mid nineties and shit. Nobody about. cares about. Exactly. That's why we're so. Uh, that's why we're so big in Vietnam and Thailand, Greeno. I'm throwing them in from now on. Now on, yep. And Denmark as well. Don't forget Denmark. We Denmark. Top yeah, that's Denmark. huge in Denmark. The Danes, big fans. Yeah. Ah, uh, so there's Robbie. Big for people, shout out. big people, and big fans of the Danes, Greeno. Yeah. There's Robbie shout out. Yeah. Now I know we're already 20 minutes in the show, Dana, but I got one more thing to pick uh, before we get to actual show. Mm. Now I noticed in in last week's uh, Discord chat. Yeah. You pointed out there was episode 200. Yes. And we failed to acknowledge it. Yep. Now, uh, I was thinking about it during the week and I'm like, hang on, fucking, what do you mean, episode 200? We've been doing this show for 11 years, yeah. <laughs> 11 and a half years. We have done way more than episode 200. So when I checked the podcast feed mm. and you put it as episode 200, it was like episode B-Y- 191 or something. <laughs> uh, no, BYO Snorkel. I'm like, yeah. we well, have done like 550 episodes minimum. Oh, it's yeah. Episode- it's episode 200 since we decided to be asked putting the podcast back. And that's, that's, not, right. even since we, that's not even since we started podcasting because no. we had an original podcast feed mm. and then we forgot to do it for ages that's and right. that one got shut down. We couldn't access it again. And then we started this podcast feed yep. and we've done 200 since then. Mm. So it's like a pseudo 200. Well, that's a nice game. Nice but hear me out. Hear me out here. Actually, I'm thinking quite the opposite. The reason that I said episode 200 to describe the episode was the fact that it was episode quote unquote 200 and we made no mention of it, didn't talk it. Because that's, I, I agree with what you're saying 100%. Like we've done heaps. It's just episode 200 of the ones that are in this batch, I guess. In this you batch, know? Yeah. Like that's episode really what it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
we've had like other platforms before and like, you know, there was a couple of hundred on there years and years and years ago and they've gone like just disintegrated on the internet somewhere. Who knows? Episodes we did that we never bothered to podcast. Never bothered to record them or anything. So, you know, but that's just the way it goes. Nobody cares really. So like. As long as they see 200, better yeah, celebrate. 200, well, that's, that was a thing. So my idea was to actually make a big event of episode 201. And mate, like, mate, the 201st episode, how good is this? But it's even better. <laughs> yes, there you go. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Well done, everyone. Well done, everyone involved. 201 episodes here on the show. Can't, can't believe we got to the big 201, Damer. <laughs> Glad we raised it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you have a story, Tyson. I like stories about pinatas. Oh. Night mode, brother. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a little story time. Uh, fucking night mode, Greeno. I've been on a night mode warpath with everything digital for the last. I've been pretty committed to night mode for years, but it's been night mode on like the major items. You know what Sorry, I mean? Explain, explain night mode to me. You're talking about like the uh, the backgrounds in your your laptops, your phones, etc. Correct, because okay. look. The white, I think, was originally done that way to replicate paper for a start, so people wouldn't be shocked and horrified by reading something. So they make it that everything's designed about making it look like a piece of paper, right? Yeah, like traditional mail. There's really no practical reason for it to be that way, except for familiarity, right? That in contrast. Yeah, but well, no. See, this is the thing. My this is just my personal theory, right? When we were just looking at one screen, I reckon having it filled with bright white light may have been tolerable for like a work day, okay? But now yeah. we're, it's pretty commonplace for everybody. I mean, I've got three for like a work PC. I've got four for my personal PC. Uh, you know, the Lady Boogs has fucking multiple screens. I'm sure you've got a couple of screens, Greeno, yourself. I got none, mate. I'm, I'm doing this off a uh, rotary telephone. Rotary telephone, nice Gary. Nice Gary. <laughs> Literally dialing it in, folks. I, I physically dialed in, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I'm going to have to duck out in about 20 to dial back in on a payphone. No, right. Are, they, are there even still payphones around? Weird? They are, man. They are. They did this thing uh, about six months back where they announced payphones will now be free. Hmm. So it's open season on sex hotlines. Oh, yes, that's right. I have noticed that too, though. I walked past the payphone, I don't know, a couple of months ago, and I'm like, look, it's fucking free. They're just free. giving away. Yeah, and you know what? The like the beautiful part about where we grew up, Greeno, I walked past this payphone, the free payphone had been vandalized. Nice, <laughs> Like it's literally a free payphone and someone had smashed the glass and fucking pissed all on the buttons and stuff. It's yeah. like, you know, it's, even when you home. give people shit for free, it's not good enough. It just out west, that's how they do it. That's how we roll, baby. Nice, Gary. So, yeah, I've been thinking, it's my theory that if you're just looking at one screen, then it's probably tolerable. But when you've got fucking two, three, four screens with bright white light hitting you, I don't think the human eye is designed to tolerate that kind of punishment. So I've always had like night mode where it's applicable on certain apps and stuff. But I've thought, you know what? Fuck this. Because I'm, I'm going to eliminate all of the white backgrounds from now on. Now, let me you run you through the list. You've turned, into, you've turned into Mr. Burns off the episode of uh, Who Shot Mr. Burns. Yeah. Instead you want to eliminate of, some white. Correct. But instead of like a glass of brandy, I'm holding a bottle of cheap Thai rum greener. There we go. Yeah. So it started off, right, with, let's say, night mode on like OBS, for example, and then night mode on, I don't know, what's an app greener? Give me an app like fucking Teams or something, night mode on Twitter, yeah. night mode, yeah. right? 
I have now progressed to the point where everything is night mode. I've got a, I found a plugin to make the fucking screen night mode. Like no matter what website you're on, it flips it to night mode. You've done a virtual reverse daylight savings. Correct. It's just constant night mode on everything. I've yep. made it. I've made a greeno, so I'm getting night mode on the PDFs that I read. Nice, Gary. So, but like that's next level, sir. Yeah, the actual PDF document flips around to fucking night mode, yeah. right? All of my emails, night mode. Yeah, like all of the all of the fucking office communications, night mode. The recording down to greeno, the old recording software that I've been using for years and years and years, got a fucking night mode on that as well. Nice, Gary. <laughs> So there is no more white in this fucking studio on these monitors, and I've never been happier. It changes your life because you will, you know, do you rub your eyes a lot if you're staring into the white lights as much? Like maybe it doesn't yep. hurt you as much, but fuck it, it drove me nuts to begin with. Yeah. And once you once you switch everything around, it's just you feel it instantly. Your eyes instantly relax because they're not being they're not kind of fucking squinting and being punished with that bright white light. That's yeah. my fucking, that's Boogie's tip for the night, Greeno. Nice, Gary! Boogie's tip for the week. Flip everything to night mode and see how it affects your life. You'll love it. Trust me. I like it. Yeah. Now, uh, firstly, I love the irony of the fact that you have no white in your life. Uh, secondly, uh, I want to point out, back in the, back in the old days when yeah. we used to, to hang out in the evenings, mm -hmm. you, already, you always hated light in general. Yeah. So this doesn't surprise me. No. So I come over, we'd be watching some sport, having some beers, playing some video games. Yeah. And as soon as that sun set, you're like, I need to turn the lights off. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, but it's dark. You're like, no, 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 it's fine. We get, we get Let's the, make the, it darker. Slight glow of the TV or the that's video right. game. A couple of candles usually lit around the that, place. That's enough. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. It's your house. Do it if you want. I'm the opposite. I can't, I can't stand darkness. I need light. I, know I want it out there. I want it bright. Yeah, no, I can't. Go. I feel... Like in, in those situations, like in the supermarket, it feels like an interrogation when you walk in there. It's so fucking bright. You know nah, what I mean? Yeah, I need to run and see it. Because if it's dark, I feel like something shady's going on. What? So if I'm reading an email, it's in night mode. I'm like, nah, this is Oh, you'll think, you'll think the darkness is your friend. Yeah. <laughs> Better report. Yeah. Report suspicious email. Report suspicious, yeah, email. That's my purse. Nice, Gary. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so that was my story anyway. I like oh, stories about pinatas. A little bit of night oh, mode, Greeno. Uh, do we want to skip all the Russia stuff or do we feel like the Russia stuff's important? Uh, well, <laughs> good fucking question, by the way. Let's put that out to the world on Twitter. Is Russia is the Russia stuff important? Yes, no. Where's Steph to make a poll when you need him, Greeno? <laughs> okay. Steph, well, if you're listening, what? Steph, if you're listening to this, you need to make a poll, tag us both, and say, yeah. but it has to be worded this way. Is the Russia stuff important? Question mark. Yes or no? You can, you can be a bit loose. You can say stuff or thing. Stuff or thing. Yeah. Either or. And or. Uh, yeah. And or. So, Steph, put the poll out. You need about, give it 15 minutes because we'll skip it. We're skipping that skipping just for that. Steph. Yep. Just for Steph. And not just skipping that. Hmm. We're skipping three three separate stories. Okay. So, we're not doing any of the Russia stuff. We're going to skip that. Until okay. step with the well, that's out. unfortunate because I wanted to do this one, Greeno. The decision by McDonald's to shut its 850 restaurants in Russia may be the geopolitical victory the world has been looking for to end the conflict. Nice, Gary. Explain. No. Given <laughs> that, uh, that. <laughs> I, 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 I was just saying I really wanted to do that one. Oh, you wanted to do that one, but, but we couldn't. <laughs> that's right. Given that, that's okay. Ah, uh, bit of story time, sir. Story time. I like stories about pinatas. 
Uh, we talked about, what, nine months ago now, maybe? Well, we talked nine, last week. Nine, ten months ago. How uh, I, I was, I decided to use the fact that I didn't want to get vaccinated to my advantage. Mm. So uh, it was a situation in, in Australia at that particular time where if you weren't vaccinated, you couldn't do a lot of shit. That's right. And it was like, can't go here, can't go there. Mm-hmm. But it gave me an excuse to not go, go do a whole bunch of shit I didn't want to go to anyway. Okay, but so just to interrupt like, your story, Green, I think just for the for the point of public safety and not wanting to get banned on YouTube, we just need to do one of these. Folks are dumb where I come from. Because Greeno is obviously joking when he's talking about not wanting to get vaccinated to exploit the system and stuff because nobody would ever say anything like that and really mean yeah. yeah, hypothetically. Let's hypothetically, say hypothetically yeah. I didn't want to get vaccinated because I didn't want to go to, like, a family party. That's right. um, are dumb where I come from. You see, if we safety. press that button, we can get away with anything. Yeah, right, safety first, sir. Yeah. Got, to be, got to be safe. Now, uh, it got to the point where I was like, well, we're going to get this bad boy done. Mm-hmm. So got the vaccination done. So uh, this week, it was time time for the booster, right? Yeah. Uh, time to boost on up. So the government got in touch. They tapped you on the shoulder and said, right, Mr. Greeno, it's time for you to march down to the doctor's young man and get your little booster shot. Look after yourself and others. Yep. Do what's good for the community. Good for Australia, isn't it? You know, vote for Scotty. Yep. Exactly. So I thought better better duck on down. Now, uh, you know me, I'm very, very kind of like uh, numbers focused. So I was going to say impatient, but anyway, (laughs) numbers focused and impatient. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, what's the longest possible time I'm allowed to, <laughs> not, to not fucking get this thing done? Nice, Gary. Just drag it right out. Make them wait. Yeah. You want them to, like in a diner situation, you want to be the guy that's walking in at quarter to 10 when they finish at 10 and being like, all right, fry me up a fucking porterhouse. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> you want to be that guy. Spot on. Yeah. So I booked it in spot on to the day of six months. Right. Um, <laughs> Last just, possible just, fucking booking of the day. Exactly. <laughs> Show up 10 minutes com- late. <laughs> yeah, just for the comedy. Uh, so I rocked up, got, got that bad boy done. Now, here's the thing. The lady uh, who who did, did the uh, the vaccination, uh, she said, look, uh, you need to rest for the rest of the day. Oh, okay. And I'm like, fuck, man. This, Poor thing. This might- no, no, no. This is good because I'm, I'm going to use this now to mm. my advantage. Mm. Because obviously I had to explain to the lady, I'm like, well, here's the thing. I'm halfway through my work day. Yes. Uh, I've still got to do half day of work. Right. I still got to pick up my kid from school. Mm. I still got to pick up my son from daycare. It's a list I've of chores, to, isn't it? I've still, got to, I've still got to cook dinner. I've still mm. got to clean up the house. I've still got to write the shopping list. I've still got to do about another half a dozen things around the house for the rest of the day. Jesus but I'm gosh. like, look, I'm like, look, but you, you seem to have good advice. Mm. So I called the wife and I'm like, look, honey, uh, you got to come home. She's like, what do you mean? She's like, you're feeling unwell. I'm like, no, no, I feel sweet. She's like, well, why do I have to come home? I'm like, well, the nurse just said, like, got to rest up. Nice, Gary. So you got to drive an hour up. I imagine I'd like to think if you're, like, walking through the front door going, oh, woe is me, fetch me a cold towel. I'm going to lay down before this sickness takes me to my grave. 100%. I'm going to fucking follow the medical advice, sir. So I had to oh, my goodness, I'm fainting. Oh! <laughs> I, had to get a take, I didn't realise I need to rest up, so I had to get to take a half day. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> sick, I think I'm okay. I need I'm like, to I'm lie down. Yeah. But the medical advice says I can't pick up my kid, I can't pick up my other kid, yeah. I can't cook dinner, I can't clean up the house, I can't write the shopping The doctor list. specifically told me not to wipe my own ass tonight. <laughs> Okay. I better rest up. Yep. Uh, and so I especially now- like those strawberry fragrant moist towelettes back there, please, mm. honey, if you wouldn't mind. 
Exactly. So uh, now I've decided to use the back in my advantage, sir. That's my story time. Nice little story. I like stories about pinatas. I'm taking advantage, Greener. Uh, We got a bit of hot toss government style, Damon. Hot toss. Do we have hot toss? We go. Uh, what is this one? I totally forgot what this story is. Oh, so the, uh, <laughs> nice, nice, Gary. Oh, you're a fucking hell of a host, Greeno. Well, the problem is I had everything loaded up in order, oh. and it was meant to be the Russian shit. And I had to like quickly go through tabs. Now the Australian government yeah. sorted. Now, are you saying? Are you saying that skipping that? <laughs> are you saying that yeah. skipping certain stories in the rundown has now completely ruined the rundown? No, uh, not not particularly. It just ruined that particular portion of the segment. Earlier this week, Greeno, the government was forced. <laughs> nice, Gary. Government, uh, they've had, had a bit of a rough time with women. You know, they've got rape allegations. Uh, well, they do, do they have rape allegations or are people government? making rape allegations? Well, there's rape allegations against certain people inside. Everybody's government. raping everybody. The government is of, raping all of us. I don't know. A lot of, lot of, lot of government rape going on. Yes. Uh, so uh, Scotty, Scotty's decided to duck on down to the, the marketing department. He's like, look. Mm. Got an idea. How about we do a bit of a women's network? That's why I can get we needed the women on board. Fucking, that'll, that'll get them flocking, mm. flocking to the voting booth to go, fucking ScoMo, another four years. Um, well, three, no, three years, isn't it? Australian government. Mm. Yeah, no, three. Fuck it. We'll give him four. Yeah, that's how good he is. Go, give him an extra one. <laughs> give him an extra one. He's like, I got an idea. I've ripped up a little bit of a logo. So, uh, well, the this- thing, the thing about this that's funny to me is Greeno, it's like, that Scott Morrison did not design this. You know, there was there was I know he did. you know of course he did. No, I know, I know you I know you know. I know you know, but the funny thing is for me is that this was designed by feminists. Nice, That's the thing. Gary. That's what makes it funny. Because it's the women's network, so it would have been all female involvement in the creative process and everything like that, right? So it's like a feminist symbol. It's the women's network. It's empowering Greeno. And they mm. come up with a nice big fat nice, cock. Gary. <laughs> nice balls, big sir. fat cock and balls. So you cock know that's that's the beautiful part about all this. And then I actually, and there's another like little cherry on top to this story. Apparently, this like I, this you know this all started with like one person tweeting it and saying, "Doesn't this look like a dick or something?" And then within 12 hours, right? This is this is how crazy the world is. Within 12 hours, the fucking all-powerful government department had, like, now taken their fucking logo down. Nice, Gary! And tried to erase it from memory. It's it's fucking nuts. <laughs> With that said, how many people did you have to show this to before someone goes, put their hand up and go, hey, doesn't it kind of look like a cock and balls? Yeah. Other people uh, have said it looks like a pair of tits. That's another one as well. It does look like a pair of tits, but and cock and ball. So it could be like a bit of a, a bit of Spanish there, perhaps. Yeah, what is the uh, purple? What is the purple? It looks like they're trying to rip off. Is it the Touchstone one? That, you know, the it, old movie thing that comes out. I think it is Touchstone, perhaps. Or par- no, not Paramount. Mm, is it Paramount? I think it might be Touchstone. Yeah, I think you are right there. No, wait, uh, one of one of them's the mountain, and one of them's the circle. And I can't, Paramount, Paramount would be the fucking Paramount's mountain. The mountain. Yeah. And yeah, this one's yeah, this one's so. Yeah. Now here's the other thing that. Uh, just another, does. just another fucking ancient mystery, fucking <laughs> deprogrammed yeah. here on the block, like Nice, Gary. And if we are looking at this as like cock and balls, hmm. uh, well, the reason I don't think it looks like tits is because there's no nips. Mm. 
lacking some nips there. But so that's why I'm thinking cock and balls. Like Sean balls, don't get me wrong. Yep. Uh, Even with a little bit of a pubic curl above the shaft, Greeno. A little bit, yeah, just a little bit of uh, a little bit of fancying up top there. Yep. But the thing is, the the girth of the cock. Yeah, that's what they were, would refer to Greeno in the old days as a chode. Nice, <laughs> It's a chode when the when the penis is wider than it is long. That's what you would call a chode. A coke can of a dick. If that's you right, will. we used to know a guy. We used to know a guy whose nickname was Chode. Chode. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Oh. See, I, I thought that segment would go for like thirty seconds. Yeah. But we got fucking four minutes out of that. Ah, uh, let's do a quick story time before well, we go. To the first I like time. stories about pinatas. Have we, have we got an update on Steph's poll? Uh, has Steph put a poll out? Is he done a poll? I don't know. I, I thought right, we asked. Him poll, I, is he, I don't think he's even listening, man. I think he fell asleep. Ah, oh, death! Too many cans. Too That's many cans hitting too many. Or, or unless he thinks it starts an hour from now. Well, I told him forty-seven minutes. I know you told yeah. him, but maybe no, he had too many cans, Greener. No, I've told Steph before, like, hey, man, eight thirty Australian time. Yeah. And then I realised I've got to tell him like minutes from current tweet. Mm, that's correct. It's, it's easier to do it that way. That's right. Um. Have we done the story time sound effect yet? Oh, we can do that's it again. Good. I like stories about pinatas. Uh, Saturday morning, that's my that's my usual shop. I like to get it fucking done early. Mm. I like to duck on down. Saturday morning seems to be the quietest possible time. You know how I don't like interacting with people, Dave, mate? Yep. I fucking hate people. Hate them. Hate them with passion. Mm. So lockdown was very comfortable for me. Right. Big fan of lockdown. Don't have to interact with anyone. Yep. Very, very good. Yep. So... Duck on down last week. So, yeah. well, can I just interrupt your story then for a moment? I like stories about pinatas. With how the show works. Well, you know, the lockdown has taught us all like a lot of new skills, and and there are a lot of ways of getting by in the modern society. And I would think that if you're so offended of the thought of going out and mixing with people, why don't you just start getting your shit delivered to you? Because uh, you also know I'm a tight ass, sir. And why the fuck am I paying for a delivery? But I don't think they even, I don't think they even charge for deliveries and shit anymore. The, the supermarkets, I don't know, man. It wouldn't yeah, be much. Me. Maybe well, it's different story. down there than it is up here. Uh, it's everywhere. I'll tell you a story time inside a story time. Okay. So the wild like story time inception is my favorite. Yeah. So pre-lockdown, the wire we we didn't. I never used to do a week, weekly grocery shop because I like to be very kind of like fluid with my meals. Right. I like to like. What do I feel like today? I only want to like prepare meals a couple of days in advance. Nice, nice Gary, because I do this. I that's what I do. I shop in dribs and drabs. Yeah, dribs and drabs. Yeah. So we still like. I used to do like a Saturday shop, and then I'd make the wife a little do midweek uh, one. Yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday, Friday. Occasionally we'd mix up and then block it in. Anyway, she had to do the groceries, so she it's like I don't want to go to the grocery store. So she used to order in on the Tuesday right. for the next three meals. Okay. But the problem would happen is, firstly, we were paying delivery for like half a week's groceries. Which was insane. How long Secondly, ago was this, though? This is pre-pandemic. Okay, things might be different now. Maybe, but but the other thing, and here's the other reason, mm. is every time we put the order in, there'd be half the list missing. So it's like, hey, oh here's yeah, the, nice guy. Here's the fucking nice groceries. Yeah, now you've got to make a souffle with fucking half the ingredients. That's right. Well, I've still got, now I've got to fucking go to the shops. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you haven't got the groceries that I needed to cook said meal. So the, this whole fucking delivery, not only have you spent money on the delivery, you haven't got all the shit, and now I've got to go to the shops anyway. And we kept on repeating that cycle. So now I just do the all myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the shit, I, the shit missing is frustrating, no doubt. Mm, no doubt. 
100%. Yeah, and, and I, 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 grabbed, I got a lettuce the other day, Greeno, because that's the other thing. You can't hand pick. That's what I'm saying. The, so I got a lettuce the other day, Greeno, and, like, I could fit it. was smaller than the palm of my hand, right? It was fucking tiny, this lettuce. And yeah. it was, like, five bucks. Yeah. And it was bucks. enough for, like, two club sandwiches, you know? 100%. And that's the other thing. I Like, half of my shopping, I, I all things considered, I eat very, very healthy. Yeah. So half of my shopping list is literally veg. Mm. And I want to be able to handle that veg. I need to be able to see it. I need to know it's firm. I need to know it's ripe. Yeah. I want to be getting the nice ripe. And, you and like also to, the, you're, a, you're a prolific toucher of vegetables in public you've places. You've got to touch the vegetable. And specific on when I'm going to cook a said meal. Mm. So if I'm cooking an avocado, like a meal that has avocado on a Saturday, yeah. I need the avocado I purchase to be quite soft. Okay. But if I know that my avocado meal is not till Thursday and I'm shopping on a Saturday, I want a firm one. But then I also need to buy a green banana to balance it all out mm. to get that ripe by the Thursday. So there's there's fucking technicalities that comes with the groceries, right? So I, th- I think that very long winded explanation explains why I don't do the pre order. Nice, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> well so, explained. Well explained. So anyway, last week happened to wake up super early after the show uh, on Saturday morning for some reason, up at like six in the morning, which okay. is very unlike me on a Saturday. But it's, it's a good feeling, though, when you wake up, like, at 6, but without setting an alarm. Like, if you wake up fresh at 6 a.m., I'm always like, oh, fuck yeah, I like this. Oh, you know? I wasn't fresh. I wasn't fresh. You I were dusty. I was very dusty, and I couldn't get back to sleep. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go to the groceries. I'm going to knock it off extra early this week. Mm. I'm going to get there before the old fuckers get there. Mm. So not, like, because the old fuckers rock up about 7, and that's my normal arrival time. What time does it open? Uh, opens about six. Uh, see, if my local opened at six, I would be there at fucking five too, waiting for it. Well, here's the thing. So I normally arrive at about, yeah, 7.30 to be out of there before nine when regular people start arriving. Whoa, it takes you an hour and a half to do the shopping? No, no, I, I arrive at seven 7.30 to get out at 8.30. Oh, do you, well, so it takes you an hour to do the shopping? Yeah, there are thereabouts. <sighs> I don't Fuck, with that's the brutal. An hour? Yeah. Mate, if well, I'm literally, if I'm not in and out in ten minutes, there's a crime. You know, you something happens. With the groceries, though. Yeah. Oh, I can in ten minutes, no problem. A week's worth. Fucking abso- absolutely, <laughs> no, absolutely, I could. Yeah, I super. You- I've I grew up watching fucking supermarket sweep. Nice. I know how to ride. I know how to ride the trolley down the aisles. I would just put my arm out. You know, you know what I always wanted them to do in that show, Green. I was put their arm out and just kind of scoop all the shit in. All in, hundred percent. Yeah, but they never if did. Green. If our American listeners don't know what supermarket sweep is, look it up. Supermarket sweep in Turkey. Do they have supermarkets? I think they have I supermarket think they sweep. I think it so came from America. Why? How could we come up with that? Ah, uh, because we had Ian Turpy. Did we have? Did Ian Turp's Turpy come up with it? Did he? <laughs> I'm not sure that's true, Greeno. I, I think, think you pulled that out of your posterior. I said it pulled out of your posterior, yeah. but he was very, very good. But I agree because you just fucking loaded it up. Yeah. So anyway, but my, my you, you're list- forgetting Greeno my long held tradition, the two basket rule. Mm. So I can I can absolutely cram a week's worth of grocery. Let me give you a little rundown, Greeno. Nice. Since we're doing a, we're doing a, I like stories about pinatas. We're doing a story within a story within a story now. Because I would say this is like three levels of inception for the story. Exactly. Time. No, let's think about this, right? I reckon I can get a week's worth of groceries into two of those hand baskets. I would, yeah. Oh, absolutely. How about when you're stacking your meat, you stack it fucking sideways, Greeno, so you can stand them up. I reckon I can get six, seven packets of meat. 
standing sideways and that would take up maybe one quarter of the fucking basket. Yeah. Then a bag of potatoes, bag of onions. Sorry, seven, seven packs of meat will take up one whole basket sideways. No, no, no. Standing on their edge, right? And then you There's wedge three. in. No, it's then twice. You're talking a centimetre and a half minimum. No, I know how fucking thick a packet of meat is, mate. <laughs> I fucking fucking department, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can stand them up like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I reckon you get seven because they're all shrink wrapped and shit now, mate. They're all vacuum no, I'm packed. Talking about, I know. I'm talking hard plastic. I've got hard. Plastic oh no, 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 no. Then, then I accept your apology, Greeno. No, nowadays you get the vacuum sealed shit. Just the thickness of said product. Yeah, sure, you can fit seven. But in my one, it's fucking all covered in hard plastic. Yeah. And we're talking like a minimum two, two and a half centimeters each packet with hard plastic on the edge. Yeah. Well, so in that case, it would take up half of your basket and you could stack them six high if you're just putting them flat. Yeah. That, That would be my opinion. But, okay, instead of losing a quarter, you lose a half. But you can still fit it all in. Bag of potatoes, bag of onions, couple of heads of broccoli, head of lettuce, fucking half a dozen tomatoes, some a block of cheese, milk, uh, bread. Your bread will keep if you freeze it. Fucking, yeah. you don't have to buy butter every week. You don't have to buy Vegemite every week. How about a couple of fucking things of two-minute noodles? Right? You're fucking done. That's it. There's okay. your food for a fucking week. Nice. Excellent. Okay. Now that feeds, that feeds that feeds an adult. Yeah. Or two adults. Yep. Now, now I I I understand agree with all that. The kids I get can... the chook feed, Greeno, out the back the kids, with the other animals. Literally half of my like half of my shopping list is kid shit. Hmm. It's fucking. It's tiny teddies. It's it's jumpies. It's shapes. It's uh, we give them. Doritos. We give kids too many options, Greeno. I've been watching a lot of these medieval <laughs> shows with the Vikings, Greeno, and whatnot. The kids are lucky to get half a fucking chunk of bread and an onion. <laughs> it's like, all right, enjoy. If you get an apple for dessert, if you're lucky, just the core, somebody else's yeah. core that they cho- toss on the floor, Greeno. I um, oh, I decided to play a little bit of a social. Builds character. I did a social experiment with my kids this week. Now, okay. you, you make a very good point there. Kids are fucking spoiled these days. And they once are. again, I... I'm not poor enough where I'm like, I need to fucking, if I'm going to be tight on something, hmm. it's surely not going to be on snacks for my kids. Right. Um, so they fucking, they've got a plan. Yeah, what the shit. secret is, Greeno, get them snacks that they don't want to eat, but you do. <laughs> yeah. How about pickles and onions and shit? Do they like eat? I used to eat as a kid. They're not, they're not fans of those, unfortunately. There you go. That's, That's what you stock the fridge with, Greeno. Little gherkins, little cocktail onions. Yeah. A bit of fucking goats or blue cheese, Greeno. Kids hate blue cheese. Hate the blue. They, yeah, they hate. Anything other than a cheese stick and not fans of. Yeah. Um, but what I, what I did is I let the kids' tub hmm. of snacks dissipate and hmm. refuse to refill it. Because normally what happens is like, okay, oh. we ran out of shapes. I'll, I'll, I'll throw them. Because I've got a backup hmm. like pantry in the garage. Yeah. So I, I'd fill up that. Oh, out of shapes, I'll throw them in. What was happening is they weren't eating all the other shit. So I'm like, well, I'm literally not fucking filling up this tub until everything's gone. So do would you – is this a fair statement, Greeno? Not only do you buy more food, because you were talking about that's enough to feed like two adults, what I was talking about. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Um, would you say that you waste way more food as well as buy more food? Uh, no, I don't. 
because I'm very selective with what I buy. So yeah, I Yeah, but what about the kids stuff, right? Because kids no, shit. No, yeah. with the kids shit, uh, there's not much waste. Right. Because I only, I make like I refuse I give them what we eat yeah and, but I know which ones they will and won't and I'll only give them enough portions that they'll eat what I know they'll eat if that makes sense right okay so if there's waste it's minimal waste because I'm like I know they're not going to eat this dinner mm. so I'm only going to give them a small portion of dinner and it's not going to go to waste and if again. they chew through their portion and then sing a little song after dinner and talking please, about sir. please sir I want some more. Yeah. Yeah, and, and if they do that, then you'll sell them into slavery, won't you? Uh, well, after they finish yeah, sweeping the chimney, sure. Yeah. They can nice, Gary! Yeah. So, uh, doing the groceries last week, sir, so, uh, did the early shop. Yeah. I think that's where we were at. So, yeah. did the early shop. Yeah, how come it takes you an hour, Greta? You reckon I, could, I reckon I could get that done in 10 fucking minutes. Nice, <laughs> Gary! At, at 6.30 in the morning, mm. I knocked that bad boy off in about fucking 18 minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's why you get in like, first thing, first thing is, fresh. Like, if we're talking about actual collection, mm. I knock everything off within fucking 20 minutes. It's the waiting in the in the grocery line that's the, the killer. So oh, it's an hour yeah. including the line and the swiping and shit. So anyway, knock it off. I, I hate lines. at the. I hate checkout lines so much that sometimes in my darker moments, I look at the cashier and pray for them to be replaced with a self-serve checkout. Nice, Gary! I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking looking forward to the robot revolution. Clean out all you slackers in here. You're going to like this story then. Yeah. So the other thing I like about early morning is the people that are there are fucking very desolate. They don't want anything to do with people. There's a reason we're there fucking early on a Saturday morning because yes. we don't want to interact. So anyway, I get to the counter. I'm very excited. I've knocked off my shop in fucking record time, okay. like really fucking quick. And I'm Smash excited. through it, focused, determined. I'm, I've got the whole day ahead of me. Let's go. Whole day ahead. There's only one counter open, register open, yep. because that's how early it is. It's so good. And I fucking load up my trolley. And I look and I'm like, this is not the old lady I'm used to dealing with on a Saturday morning. Hmm. There's a young bird who's like 16 who's at the counter on a Saturday morning. Oh, no. See, Saturday morning, Greeno, correct me if I'm wrong, so we're going to do another. I like stories about pinatas. But I'm taking it out a level now, so we're getting out of the previous inception level back. We're going up through the levels now. So, Greeno, I would think that on a Saturday morning, I want to see on the checkout, I want to see the fucking guy who owns the place or an experienced body behind the checkout Saturday morning. Yeah. I'm happy for the experienced person to do that. No, you know what, kid? Go stack the shelves on Saturday morning. That's I want right. a bloke. I want a bloke. No no chatty. I just want a guy who doesn't want to do it. Yeah. He's normally the trolley boy. And he's like, hey, like, what's hey, up, man? man? What's happening, He's man? like, hey, man, I just want to fucking get it done. Let's fucking pump these these things through and get you out of here. That's, that's, what, right. that's what I want. Yeah. Now, what I got was 16-year-old fucking chatty chick. And normally they, they at least do their pleasantries because that's their rule. Now, I walk up to the register and I have headphones in during my grocery shop. Oh, you're one of those guys. So okay. when I rock up to the register, I do the polite thing. I take one of the headphones out that is my ear to the yes. register. Yes. Okay. I've okay? done that move. Out of, okay. out of politeness. Yep. And I pause the podcast I'm listening to. And so then I can go, look, because they normally ask, like, oh, have you got any big items, blah, blah, blah. How you know you what, Greeno, though? Nice, Gary. You're more a gentleman than me. Now, I don't wear headphones to the shops, but I have worn headphones to the shops. Mm-hmm. And I would I would let one ear free, but I would not pause what I was listening to. That well, I don't want to miss I don't yeah. miss what I'm listening to. That's, that's right. Point. That's why I keep listening to it and put you yeah. <laughs> and put you secondary because I yeah. wanna I don't want to miss what they're saying. Of course I can pause, but I'd rather not hear you, Greener. 
guys, Gary. So I'm aware of the protocol, right? I've got my headphone out, and normally what happens is the first question is, how are you doing today, sir? Because they're, they're required to say that. So I answered that question, and then at that point, I understand I can put my headphone back in. Beautiful. So I go, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm all good. She's like, how's your – but then she keeps talking as I put oh, it in. She's, no. like, she's like, how's your morning been? And I'm, and I'm looking at my watch. 6.45. And I'm like, it's fucking 6.45. In my head, nice, I'm like, 6.45 a.m. <laughs> what the fuck do you think I've been up to this morning? <laughs> yeah, I had a pretty good morning. We kicked off at about 1 o'clock stealing <laughs> cars in the city. And then we so, drove out for a drug deal at fucking Pimble at 4 a.m. And now, <laughs> now I'm just coming home, getting some breakfast. You know how it is. Yeah, nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Get some fucking nappies for the kids. Yeah, I've had what? a great morning. Thank you. So I'm looking at this chick and I'm like, how the fuck do I respond to this without being a cunt? Hmm. Like, because it's fucking 6.45 in the morning. And, and I was like, oh, how's your morning been? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she's like, no, sorry. The question was, what have you, you been up to this morning? I'm like. Yeah, man, not much. Not much. And at that point, I, I thought she'd get the hint. Yeah. So then I, she's swiping away, and I'm like, my headphone's back in, and then she keeps talking. The headphone's back out. So I'm sorry, what was that? And she's like, oh, so uh, you got much on for the rest of the day? What I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, nice, Gary. And I'm like, no, no, not, not much. And so I'm like, at this point, she's got to understand. She's asked me three questions. I've given her nothing. See, this is the this is the poor, unfortunate fucking irony of this, right? At any other time of the day, that would be like lovely customer service, you know, like being friendly and conversational. And that's probably what she's been told. But then they probably haven't told her that friendly and conversational doesn't really work at 6.45 in the morning. 6.45 <laughs> for the dude who doesn't want to fucking talk. That's it. He, You've got to read the like room, Greeno. You've got to see the kind of person you're dealing with. Now, I reckon if you're there with, like, let's say you're working a checkout, Greeno, and, like, a chubby 50-year-old woman in a floral dress comes up and starts putting shit on the thing, you know that she's going to be talking your fucking ear off, right? Nice, Gary! This customer is going to be the one that wants you to go, hi, how are you? Have you having a good day? Yada, yada, yada. That's fair enough. But then if you see the guy with bags under his eyes at 6.45 in the a.m. who looks like he either wants to kill himself or everyone else in the supermarket, he's not the guy to be like, g'day, sir. How are you going? Are you having a good day? Fucking what's going on? Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. They don't want those guys. So at this point, I'm like, look, surely she fucking gets the hint. No, no, no. She didn't get the hint. <laughs> so from then it went to, uh, she, cause she, she thought that would fill out the combo. She thought she'd get enough back to fill out the whole swiping. Yeah. So then she had to go to her next fucking like barrel in the gun. Hmm. And she's like, so what have you been up to this week? And I'm what? like, well, like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> so, so then it was like, well, it's been flooding. So n- not much, like just work. And she's like, oh, so what do you do for work? And I'm like, oh, fuck. What is going on? No, no, it gets worse. So I'm like, oh. My next question would have been, are you a fed? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Knock. Show me your badge, bitch. So I'm like, oh, yeah. So then I was like, oh, yeah. I smell smell bacon. Sir, your packet of bacon has leaked through the rest of your shopping. I fucking knew it. Spot on. So then she's like, oh, she's like, oh, so what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm an accountant. And she's like, what is that? And I'm like, what? And what's fucking, let's back up a second. Did you just ask me what an accountant is? <laughs> so then I'm like, like, so then my response very succinctly was like numbers. Like it's numbers and count, shit. I like, count things. 
accounting. It's in the name so then, of the thing. So then she then decided here's an appropriate time to tell me for the next 12 minutes about how she's not very good at math, how she copies off her friend in her math class. She wants to cheat. And how, and how uh, she's very good at English, but so her friend copies off her in English. <laughs> but Next thing you know, you're sitting down having a fucking cup of tea. It's 6.45 in the morning, Greeno. So tell us, tell us about Frances. What's she been up to lately? Oh, wow. So after 12 minutes of hearing about this, like once again, like fucking maybe I'm the cunt, but I'm like at 6.45 in the morning, I just, I just listened to the 12-minute conversation <laughs> about how she doesn't know what an accountant does and how she doesn't want maths. But she copies off, she copies off her friend of maths, but she's quite good at English. So her friend copies over in English and they switch notes, blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck. And- Greta, please, enough. You're fucking boring me, mate. <laughs> Before we get to a break, sir, all in my head, this entire time, I'm like, let's talk you more fucking swipey. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further. Than irrational times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. Sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Welcome back to the block. What's going on, Greno? Twitter. You know where it is? Uh, Damon, I'm really fucking glad that we uh, skipped the whole Russian thing because that first segment went for an hour. Hmm. 
That is that's absolutely ridiculous. Now, uh, before we're, right. gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna get back to the show, but uh, listening to the joy of Pessy, uh, back announced there, uh, the ad we played there. Hmm. Firstly, we know the ad's fucking wrong. You know, Pessy hasn't been on any of those platforms forever, that's but right. uh, got me thinking, Pessy throughout the week, he has he's a couple, he has a couple of yearly traditions on his show, he does, yeah. by the fact. It's by the fact it's a, it's a session show no matter week in, week out. But there's a couple of things that always make me laugh no matter what. Hmm. Now, uh, firstly, this week was his tradition where he likes to talk about the fact that Smash Mouth did a Scar Punk song about that was about the mafia. Nice, Gary. Okay. Random, I know, but it's fucking terrible, but it's genius at the same time. Which That's one was one that, Greener? Uh, I don't know. Have a look on his Twitter feed. You'll find it there. Okay. Now, the other thing he likes to talk about is his favourite 9-11 moment, which is weird if you think about it, Canadian having a 9-11 the highs is, Tune in at 9 for the no, the highs and lows of 9-11. You'll laugh, you'll cry. Yeah. Was the fact that Dana Carvey was recording a, a movie at the time and when 9-11 happened... Sorry, Greeno, to interrupt. So is Dana yep. Carvey Garth off Wayne's World? Correct. Spot uh, on. So, see, this is the thing, right? Dana Carvey, little story time. I like stories about pinatas. For me, my experience with Dana Carvey is like, he's a name that I keep hearing, but I don't remember seeing him in anything. And I always, I'm not sure if he actually is the guy from Wayne's World or not. But Dana Carvey, like, is fucking everywhere apparently. But I don't remember him in anything except being Garth in Wayne's World. That's it. What has he ever Uh, done other than that? Not much. He was in Saturday Night Live. He had his own TV so show. So fucking what? Everyone was on Saturday Night Live. Pete Davidson was on Saturday Night Live, <laughs> Greeno. Still is. Nice Gary. Nice Gary. <laughs> so uh, the other thing is when uh, Danny Carvey was doing a movie called Master of Disguise, I believe. Okay. And when 9-11 happened, he, he got, the news was broken to him when he was dressed up as a turtle man. <laughs> it becomes like a yearly remembrance on Joy of Pessy. Where Dana Carvey is dressed up as a turtle man, hearing the news of all these deaths, and there's a weird kind of like obscure black comedy amongst it. Okay. Nice, Gary. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. No, sorry. I'm trying to think what a turtle man is. Is it more of a turtle or more of a man? Uh, a bit of both. Ask Pessy because okay. he does it every year. It's turtle man. All right. Now, uh, before we get to, once again, we need to interrupt the show. Mm. Uh, Be as uh, is listening in said, look, yep. episode number debate had him thinking and searching. Mm. Now he searched. And back in 2012, Damo. Yeah. 2012, back in the day. We're back talking in the almost, day. We're talking a decade ago now. Mm-hmm. AFL Fan Day at Greenway Park, where they had a live cross to the starting block team. Really? Yep. We set a stall the AFL Fan Day for the local region. Thousands of kids played Oz Kick at Greenway Park, West Hoxton. The big thrill of the day was the GWS team, Giants team mascot. We had a live cross to the starting block team. And a store was a great success. This is from 2 g left. Now, I personally wasn't there. So mm. I assume you were the representative of the starting block team there. Maybe. I must have. Did, oh, wait. Did I interview a, a pre-record interview or something at some point? You must have. Maybe. And then, like, just played the tape. Did we just, like, run the tape on the show or something? We Maybe. didn't know. We didn't play it on our show. You must have gone to this live event did and I? done it on behalf. Because really? apparently there was a live cross to the starting block team, i.e. yourself, right. and the store was a great success. Mm, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> then I don't remember doing that. <laughs> Might have been a rum day. Might have been a rum day. Nice. Very true. <laughs> was it a live cross from Thailand, Greener? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Might have been. Might have been. So there we go. A bit of a step back in time. Well step done, back B.E. In time. B.E. still working. 
working hard for the show, B.E. He uh, is. For no recognition and no money. Exactly. He's been doing it for, like, him and... Uh, some would call it, Greeno, some would call it slavery, wouldn't they? It could be. Yeah. I, I forgot to mention, uh, I think it was two weeks ago now, three weeks ago perhaps. Mm. No, whatever week we were off yep. was the 10-year anniversary of B.E. and uh, Tuma on the show. Nice, Gary! The first ever time. So, got to mention that. 10 years. Time flies. We've been friends with B.E. and Tuma. Yeah. There we go. Well done. Now, Damo, let's what talk a bit of things because the footy's back, Damo. Footy's, footy's back. back. Footy, footy, footy. Little story time. I like stories about <laughs> pinatas. I was kind of pissed. I didn't realize. I didn't realize, Greeno, that the footy was back because what the fuck? This is also one of these. You dick. What you know me when it comes to my football consumption. When Greeno mentions footy, he's talking about rugby league. When I mention footy, I'm talking about AFL. But it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. It's footy. Yeah, it's footy. Footy, 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 Aussie blokey, buffy matey. They're they're two different kinds of footy, but footy they are nonetheless. So there's a foot involved and there's an E. Now, Greeno, you know that it's. I'm very strong on. I'm very passionate about this argument, Greeno. I want my. I like my football consumption. And I'm like, and this is the other thing. I'm probably like Greeno. I can binge watch a sport. I can. I love a good fucking, you know, Super Saturday Greeno, and watch oh, yeah. three or four games back Quite to back down. to back. Yep. Yep. Just fucking buckle down, hit the piss, <laughs> and start <laughs> eating hot dogs and chips and shit, and just enjoy the day. I love yeah. a good day like that. I like my footy consumption to be Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday. And then I'll allow, I you know, preferably the last game on Sunday should wrap up by fucking 6 p.m., in my opinion. Six o'clock news on Sunday, that's it. Footy's over for the weekend. All right, get start thinking about fucking work again. But spot on. So I've been looking forward to the start of the footy season, like all footy fans have been, but they fucking they blindsided me, Greeno, because I what day started, did you? I woke up on Thursday morning. (laughs) Thursday morning. And my Twitter is going off its fucking tits with AFL yep. news because Luke Beveridge had a blow up at someone in a fucking press conference or something. I'm like, what the fuck? It's back. Wednesday, mm. Wednesday night football, Greeno. Nice, Gary. You dick. You dick. To open the season, open, opening, Greeno, opening night should be a fucking Friday night football game. It has Friday night is the way to start the season. The AFL, they've now for the last 10 years, they've been starting the season on a Thursday night, and that irritates me enough, don't get me wrong. But this this year, Wednesday night to start this. What a shitty night to debut. You want debut to be Friday night so everybody can go out and get fucking blind, Gruno. (laughs) Get blind and and watch the footy. Wednesday. You Not only that, not only that, they debuted the season. They opened the season. With the grand final replay. Yeah. So this is a game that people have been pumped for, waiting for. Yeah. They're on a fucking Wednesday. Wednesday. And Wednesday. you know what? They used to, the grand final replay is more often than not like around th- between three and six weeks in, you know? Yeah. Give the teams a chance to fucking freshen up. Let them, up. That's yeah. right. Oh, build, up the, build up the hype. That's you it. Put some fucking leaks out there because everyone's going to watch round one anyway, right? Exactly. So you don't want to fucking you don't want to shoot your load too early. You want to like just build up to that. Tease like, it up a little hey, bit before you splooge. Raise it down a little bit. Yep. Raise it down a little bit. Let's now let's inject. The, uh, the yeah. The first the, the first few weeks rate their tits off and then it lulls, Greeno. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 
And then that, that's when you want the fucking grand final replay around week six, I reckon. Spot week on, six, week go. seven, and then they're both hitting their straps and it'll be a good game, hopefully. Exactly. No, they open they open the season with the grand final replay on a fucking Wednesday. The geniuses. Yeah. Nice. Yay. We need to bring back uh, fans love their Wednesday night footy, Greeno. Can we get the ratings on that, please? I want to know yeah. what the ratings yeah. were for Wednesday night footy. I've got Wednesday night footy. I've got, I've literally got them in front of me. Fans love their Thursday night footy. Thursday night footy. (laughs) Because that, yeah, that's right. To add salt to the wound, Wednesday night wasn't enough. Then they had another game last fucking night (laughs) on a Thursday night. And now I can't watch the Friday night game because we're doing this fucking show. I've been robbed of three games of opening round. Haven't been able to watch them. Fuck you, AFL. Nice, Gary. Fuck you. Let's have... Let's I hope you have to fire. I hope you have to fire every fucking employee for either racism or sexism. You fucks, fuck you, AFL, and your Wednesday night football. Stick it up your ass. Nice, Gary. Fuckers. All right. So let's have a look at the ratings, my fans. I love their Thursday night footy. Okay. We'll get to Wednesday night footy later. But Thursday night <laughs> that's our bread and butter. That's our bread and butter Thursday night footy. That's what we love about our show. Yeah. Now, uh, as always. Uh, one through to five on the ratings, yep. all news. All news. It usually all is, news. isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes Channel 10 News, which usually comes last in the news, can be overtaken for a day or two, can't it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty low down. Yeah. Uh, that's never top five, but top five always seems to be the news. So one through to five are news. Mm-hmm. Now, the, uh, the Thursday night AFL came in seven, Damo. Nice, Gary. But fans do love their Thursday night AFL. We do know that. I fucking hate it personally because I want Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But, yeah. Fans love their Thursday night AFL. Then at 8, we've got The Chase. 9, we've got Current Affair. Okay. 10, we've got 7.30. 11, we've got First Dates Australia. First Dates Australia? (laughs) What's First Dates Australia, Greta? This is a lame dating show where they put two people on a blind date and they film it and they have an awkward interaction, and they try and build it up for comedy and awkwardness, and then at the end they go, nah, I don't want to fuck that dude. He goes, I don't want to fuck that chick. God, it sounds awful. It's terrible. But at rate 11. Now, at 12, you've got Home and Away. Okay, so just to be clear, we haven't heard NRL yet, have we? Mm -hmm. Okay, now can you tell me as like – I'm really not an NRL fan anymore these days. I couldn't tell you really who the like really good players are. Cameron Smith retired. Tedesco is a good player. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's about all I know. Well, Ivan Cleary's kid is pretty good as well, isn't he? Mitch Cleary. Yeah, he's best player in the league. Best player in the league. So there you go. I know those ones, but I'm so far out of the NRL loop these days. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Now, tell me, who was the big – was it a blockbuster Thursday night game? Like, was it a big game or not? It it actually really was. It Ah, was Melbourne Melbourne Storm Craig Bellamy's 500th game. Mm Mm-hmm. Versus the episode South 200, Raiders. episode oh, 500 for Craig, episode 200 yeah. for us. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, and against South Sydney Rabbitohs last year's grand finals. Right. So fucking. Oh, that was the other thing. I I was cruising around at a little story time. Right? I like stories about pinatas. Just thought I'd take the car for a quick fucking 10 minute drive the other day. And uh, yeah. I threw on the old SEN. You know that SEN is now basically like big sports breakfast. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no, no. SEN, so we, the, SEN, you know, I've been listening to SEN for years, know, but for but years it, it's it been in Melbourne. It's turned into 
But that's not rugby league. No, yeah. Well, so now they have a Sydney version of SEN. Uh, yeah, it's no, still I SEN. Aware of that. It's no, still SEN. It's, it's, it's Vossy. Jimmy Smith. It's Vossy Greedo. It's Brandy. Brandy Alexander's uh, on it. Nice, Gary. Oh, <laughs> yes, they're all there. They're it's all there. Brian Fletcher, it's Brian Fletcher. It's Joel Kane. It's Terry Kennedy same. is on it, Greeno. TK is on it. It's all the old school. It's all fucking the same buffy, like buffy blokey footy blokes yeah. that have six other media like commitments yep. elsewhere. Yep. They still seem to get. They don't have any other voices just anywhere keep, in the media. They, just keep getting just gigs. Regurgitate them, but it's not like they don't have jobs elsewhere. Right. Most of those guys work for Fox Footy. Mm-hmm. So the same shit you're hearing three like five days a week, you're going to hear on Fox Footy. Yeah. So it's it's a like it's kind of like this show. We struggle to put together a good two hours of content mm. because there's a reason. Content is hard to come by, but they managed to stretch it out over three different platforms. Well, they own they own the whole production line of content. They literally the host they host the radio show. shows between yeah. like you can if you're an AFL fan, you can listen literally listen to nonstop AFL media twenty four hours a day. It's not but the same people though. That's the problem. Well, yeah, you okay. You you know your alarm goes off at six o'clock. You throw on the radio. You listen to your your drive time fucking radio show for your AFL. Then you might throw on it. There's a million AFL podcasts. You get home, you watch fucking Fox footy, watch the game on a Wednesday night, Greeno, <laughs> you know, <laughs> watch, watch the post game breakdown. Then you go to bed listening to the fucking angry call in radio show of the foot of the team that lost call in going, got to sack the coach. They're all a bunch of fucking miserable pricks, mate. Nice, you know, all the good stuff. And then you wake up the next day and you do it all again. It's just manufactured concert. So they own the whole production line of content. They're, 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 they're you know, they own the buffet. It doesn't matter where you eat from. You're still eating their shit. Yeah, right? but what, what that, like, that doesn't bother me. I, I don't mind a 24 hour news cycle. Mm-hmm. If, firstly, if there's enough to talk about, right. that's, that's first and foremost. If there's 24 hours worth of content to talk about, go nuts. Mm. But the problem, the problem I have is it's the exact same voices, right? Mm. So, at least, like with MLB, it's it's very kind of generic, but they do at least credit to them put in different shows that are different kind of voices. Right. So, like, there's a show that's the same, like Buffy Blokey. Hey, uh, forget about the stats. I, I have about club feel. That's what I think it should be. It's all about uh, pride in the jumper, mate. Yeah, but <laughs> then you've also got like a two-hour block where there's a dude who does nothing but data analytics. And he goes, well, I'm all about the numbers. So at least you're getting differing voices throughout the course of the day. With footy, no matter what it is. It's the same guys. The, it's the you same You turn host. on the radio, you turn on the TV, and you, t- you pick up the paper. Yeah. It's the exact same fucking person talking. It's true. So it's the same agenda going no matter what. It's very true. Um, I've gotten mad off the point of this story. I just got frustrated about the- I like stories about pinatas. Which gets us to number 12, Damo. Hmm. Home and away. Home and away. Hold uh, me in your arms. Don't let me go. <laughs> I want to stay forever. Closer each day. Sing it with me, Greedo. Home and away. Nice, Gary. Well nice, Gary. And then the big blockbuster uh, Thursday night footy came in at 13. Mm. Now, uh, you would have counted those numbers, Damon, because now you're a big numbers man. Yeah. Num- I, I, I failed to mention everything but number six. Why was number six not in the list, Greeno? Because it was Gogglebox, baby. Gogglebox is back. Nice, Gary. Crazy Gogglebox spares crazy malakas. <laughs> now, let's put this into context, right? So you had news one to five. Mm-hmm. You had 
literally the second game of the AFL season. Second game, not even opening night. No, seventh. So it was Richmond Carlton, wasn't it, on Thursday? It was. Yeah. Two of the biggest clubs aside from Collingwood. And and Greeno, they've it's the same two teams. It's always been Richmond and Carlton who opened the season on fucking yeah. Thursday night for the last ten years or something as well. Correct. Yeah. Got beaten by Gogglebox. And I was like, look, how the fuck does this happen? Like we know we love our crazy malakas, mm. but surely Gogglebox. there's gotta be a, there's gotta be another reason why. Yeah, I know what the reason is. Hello? Is anybody listening? Because it was on a fucking Thursday. Nice, Gary. Because it was on a Thursday. Put it on a Friday night, it rates its tits off, Greeno. I beg to differ, sir. I beg to differ, and I'll tell you why. Opening night should be Friday night under lights, big atmosphere. You start building up from lunchtime with all of the shit media we were talking about before, you know what I mean? Um, correct. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I think there's something else to it because mm. surely it's not just a fucking Thursday night thing. Yep. It's got to be something. So I'm like, well, the answer's probably not in the footy. The answer's not there because, you know, the footy's, footy's going to rate what the footy rates. Mm. The answer's got to be in the goggle box. So I thought I'm going to check on it. Okay. I'm going to check it on out. What if we sure. make the goggle box people watch Thursday night footy? Would that would, would that mean then that the Thursday night no, footy gets the ratings of goggle well, box? No, they get, they, get, they, get six, they get six more viewers. Um, six, no, because all the people watching goggle box are now by proxy watching the fucking footy. Or in reverse. Ah, so you reckon the Maybe footy... <laughs> They they now get the footy ratings, right? So, so imagine if you were watching if you were watching the footy through Gogglebox, thinking through Gogglebox. that was that's what it was because it flashed up for a split <laughs> second on the screen the footy. And you're like, oh, here it is, and next thing you know, you're watching two fat cunts on the lounge going, I don't even Bro. like this team. You're like, what Bro, is you, this? You, you could be onto something there. Yeah. Maybe the Gogglebotches were watching the Wednesday night footy on Thursday. <laughs> no, people tuning in thinking they were watching the footy. I'm like, oh, this is interesting coverage. I don't see that Bruce McAvoy here, but fair enough. We'll keep watching. Uh, but I decided to check out the goggle box. I thought, look, there's got to be a reason why. What and is everyone like, so attracted to? Why are they watching why are they it? Trying? Yeah. I think I found the answer, Damo. Okay. They've, they've got a new person on goggle box. Really? Milo. Milo. No, there's another Milo. We've got fucking Milo on goggle box, baby. So that got big straight away. So now we've got a Milo on a goggle box. Hmm. Which then puts it as an interesting predicament where, like, does, is there a conflict of interest when I'm doing the ratings? Hmm. Because we, we know we love our goggle box here, the crazy malakas on the show. Crazy malakas. But then we also got the Milo. Yeah. Uh, I think, look, out of general rule, hmm. that um, goggle box Milo has to go straight in top five. Well, because of the ratings, because it would rate because, its tits off. Exactly, 100%. So I think uh, if, I'm, if we're going to put it in, I'm putting it at number four, I reckon. You're slotting it at four. I'm putting it out there, slotting it in at number four. Okay, what's it bumping though? Uh, that one is bumping Milo from Milo and Otis. My, oh, nice. oh, I don't know. That's a cute fucking animal, Greeno. It is, but when was the last time Milo and Otis raided its tits off? Yeah, good question. Probably 1985 or 86. Exactly. Yeah. Has Milo and Otis ever beaten Thursday Night Footy? I don't think so. <laughs> Greeno. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Done. Lock uh, it in. <laughs> This show, mate. Fuck, this is horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's quick story time. A little story. I like stories about pinatas. I mean, you you did this very nice thing for me uh, over a decade ago now. You, you put me and you on the SCG wait list. Yes. So we knew it was, it was a birthday a present for yeah. Greeno, for me, mate Greeno. And I put himself and myself on the waiting list for the big cricket club here in, in our state, which is, you know, pretty pressing. It's a, 
It's a building you walk into it. You can you literally feel it fucking you know moving through you the fucking history. History, there's history. 100% yeah, can't right. explain it. Never. Be, I guess if you weren't a cricket fan, you wouldn't give a fuck. But if you <laughs> if you are a cricket fan, you can definitely fe- you can feel the ghosts of these old yeah, sporting yeah. heroes in there. You know, it's wild. Your um your your uh, the lady Boogs was generous enough to That's right. to get. To get tickets to a T20 at yeah. the SAG in the members member stand for us a few years back, mm-hmm. and even walking in in the hollowness yeah. and the cheapness of the fucking T20, we still felt the aura yeah. of the SAG walking through the members. Big, big thick stone, yeah, big thick and, stone walls and like tiny archways. You can tell it was built so long ago. You know, it's like an old fucking castle or something in there. We felt like we were in a museum. The, 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 the stairs creak when you walk up the stairs, you know. The, the carpet the old was wood. stained The carpet in a good was way. stained. That's right. The, the fucking leather furniture. Remember that little sitting room there, Greta? Yeah. That it furniture was, so was like fucking 50, 60 years old. <laughs> Easily. Incredible. We sat there and we looked at Sheffield Shield hundreds That's on a right. board. That's right. In like the back room and we're like, oh, this is heaven. Yeah. We will be here permanently one day. Right. Uh, we're still waiting, which is fine. I don't mind. Uh, but. What happens is the SCG Trust, they're obviously a bit short on cash at the moment because of lockdowns the last couple well, of years. Well, open up the seats. Let us in. We'll give you money. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 100%. But they, they, what they do is they send, you, send us random shit going, hey, we know you're on the wait list, hmm. but let's give you a bit of a taste of what, what you're going to get involved in. It's actually longer, in. Greener. It's actually longer than 10 years because I reckon I got that for your, what? It 20? was 12 years ago. Was it 12? It feels longer than that. Jesus Christ. It was 12 years ago. I checked when I moved house because I needed to update my address so I didn't miss out. Yeah. (laughs) And it was 12 years ago. Well, when I signed up, I was told that the waiting list list was about 10 years long. So now we're kind of, we must be getting close, surely. We can't be far off. I know. But we get these random offers to go, hey, you're on the wait list. Here's a a little sweetener to keep you interested. Now, here's what we got during the week. I don't know if you saw this email, Hmm. but uh, I was excited when I saw this. I'm like, fucking, this is what we're getting. (laughs) I I looked it up when I saw the rundown five minutes before the show. Nice. I'm like, what? What is the wait list? And then I looked it up (laughs) and I I laughed. Yes. Who, yeah, who, we got- what, what's, what's our offer, Greener? What are we getting for our 12 years of patient subservience, Greener? We get to dine in with Kerry Ann Kelly. So. <laughs> nice, Kerry Ann Kelly. Now, for our US <laughs> listeners, she's the Australian, a luncheon, Australian version. A luncheon with Kerry Ann. Ann. Uh, she's the Australian version of Kathy Lee Gifford. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to compare. Yeah. Like, talk show host, been around forever. Mm. Uh like, don't know what she's, is she talented? Kind of like everyone's, kind of like the country's lovable stepmom. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so this is what we got offered. Now, I thought, look, this is a good offer. We can hang out in the afternoon with Carrie Ann. Yeah. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. We're heading down the SCG. I fucking, me and Damo, we'll spend a big hour hanging out with Keza. Keza. <laughs> Keza. Then, I, then I saw Price. Hundred and seventy five dollars oh, to hang out with Kerry Ann. Dick. Who's get who's getting up <laughs> serious question? Serious question. Fucking serious. Who's yeah. getting the one seventy five out of that? Oh, who's Kez getting it? Kez is getting a good one fifty out of that. I so reckon. are they is our is our big offer? I want to know what the people who aren't on the waiting list are paying. <laughs> What's freebies? What big discount are we getting here? First of all, you're tossing us Kerry Ann. What? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we used to get like free tickets to the footy and stuff? 
Yeah, it was they good. Were, it was like, yeah, come on down. Yeah, there was, was like, I remember oh, a couple of years there. You could I remember, games and stuff. Yeah, there were. They used to count the finals. Roosters games, Greeno. They used to give yeah. tickets away for the Roosters games constantly because nobody likes the fucking Roosters. I was going. Yeah. Nobody cares. You know. So, yeah, they used to give the tickets away for the Roosters game. Now, now they're now they're offering you a discounted luncheon with Kerry Ann. For the price of for the right price of one hundred and seventy five crackers. <laughs> Let's have a look what's on the table though, Damo. All right, what's on that? So there was a menu in this email. There was a menu. Yeah, I didn't realize there was a menu yeah. until I just scrolled. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some uh, Sonoma bread and a Pepe Sayer butter. Okay. Now at this, uh, at this point, I'm asking: Am I going for the food or am I going for Carrie Ann? Because if I'm going for the food, <laughs> will Carrie Ann make the food less enjoyable? No. <laughs> right? It's like this would be a lovely lunch if that bitch would shut up for five minutes. Well, now I'm trying to work out if we fork over a buck seventy-five. Yeah, are we going to get our money's worth mm, for the okay. food at least? What are we getting? If Kez is a dud, yeah. then you know at least we got the food. At, so least we're fill, off- at least you can fill your little belly while you don't laugh uh, at exactly. anecdotes. <laughs> so on the, on the table, this is on the table. More so wine, I'm- waiter, please. More wine. So my theory is on the table means it's unlimited. So we can eat as much uh, Sonoma bread and Pepe Sayas butter as we want. So you're you're actually advising for the Kerry-Ann luncheon to go against your parents' teachings. And indeed, yes, I want you to fill up on bread. Fill up on bread. Because the food's Uh, probably going to be terrible. Well, because the entree is burrata, broad beans, pea and mint salsa. Oh, dear. Are so, we dealing yeah, with a people... vegetarian menu here, Green? No, all good, because main, you've got a, a roast rump of lamb and spiced black eggplant with Ooh, pistachio yes. salsa. Oh, yeah. That sounds very good. Yeah. Or a pan-fried uh, Tasmanian salmon. Salmon. Uh, I'll, have, with... I'll have one of each. Thank you, Kerry. <laughs> with with pearl, pearl couscous yogurt, mint coriander. I feel like there's going to be more pearl couscous than there is salmon mm. uh, in my buck 75. How much? Is what's your couscous to salmon ratio in a situation in, uh, a, in a buck 75 uh, meal? Uh, no, with Kerry no, no, mind you, now 175, <laughs> if you're going to start judging the food based on the 175 <laughs> price tag, you need to remember. That 175 was our <laughs> it was our <laughs> 175 was our exclusive waiting list members offer, Green. <laughs> that was our prize. So it's probably more like four hundred or there about. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, my general my general if I'm going to a restaurant, we're going to have a buck seventy-five for me to carry in and say, "Well, add a salmon." <laughs> I added a salmon to go. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I I got a one a two two salmon to one pearl couscous ratio. <laughs> I with my carry in ratio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, should, we at, should we look at the sides? <laughs> you can get a radicchio salad with cost. What the fuck is this? We are uh, that's cost letters, cost. fennel, chives, <laughs> and chardonnay vinegar dressing. I can whip that up for you for a bucket. <laughs> and dessert, you got a panna cotta. And the beer, Greeno, you could charge two hundred and fifty for your meal because Kerry won't be there. (laughs) (laughs) That's my selling point. Kerry, I will not annoy you.
It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet, we also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? You have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it. No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on, you secretly really love it. <laughs> no, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back in the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, that awkward moment when you thought you were about to do the back announcement. I'd better double check if I put myself on mute. I was coughing my lungs up after that last segment. Thankfully, I checked. And didn't waste my time doing the back announce. Well done. Uh, now, Damo, uh, it's been a good time. It's been a good time this week because baseball was back. Right? Okay. We, we good for you. Good for you. I couldn't give a fuck. Of course you couldn't give a fuck, and most people don't, but fuck it. For me, I, the only, I only care about Shohei Otani stats these days. That's my mm. big thing. I, I, I care about the A's because I want the A's yep. to do well because I love them. Yeah. And I don't know anything yeah, about them. I don't know anything. I love the story, Greeno. So I want yeah. the A's to do well always. And Shohei Otani, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the rest is a mystery. Yeah. Now, uh, people often say uh, this particular show, uh, there's not much effort put in. Mm. And look, fair call. I'll pay that. It's more it's, than a Kerry Ann luncheon. I'll give you that much. 
it seems reasonable that there seems like based on the output of this particular show, we don't put much effort in. But this week, Stove was back, so there's fucking effort. So much effort okay. that I have 19 individual transactions recorded oh, for you. Wow. Week. Okay. You now, gonna, are you going to race through them or are you going to savor them one sip at a time? We're going to race the fuck through these because I've been writing them all week to the point where I'm like, this is ridiculous, and I'm going to see how quickly – I can rattle through. Don Camaro. Don Camaro's lost his mind. Go. Get ready for Don Camaro's Carlos Rodon signed two year, $44 million of the Giants. Uh, opt out after the first year. But the Cubs signed the shortstop, Andrew Simmons, one year, $4 million. Uh, Kershaw, one year, with $70 million with the Dodgers. Uh, USA Kikuchi with the Toronto Blue Jays, three years, $36 million. Uh, Chris Bassett went to the A. Pressure's on, Green A. Pressure's on. Get the pressure's on. And went to the Mets. See you there. Uh, good try. There's 19 transactions. Josh Harrison uh, went to the White Sox in a one-year deal. Uh, you had Joe Kelly go from a two-year contract with the White Sox. You had Nico Goodrum signing with the Astros, $2.1 million plus incentives. Jerish uh, Familia, a $6 million deal for one year with the Phillies. So You've how come they – is this all because they haven't been able to trade for the last few months? Spot on. So, so they've all been – they've all but they've still been negotiating, clearly. No, still they, been can't, doing they can't, can't negotiate with anyone. So what happened is – they couldn't do anything uh, for like as if they weeks. wouldn't be doing clandestine discussions in the background. That's why they were able to sell everyone on day one. It's like, all right, as oh, soon yeah. as the market opens, great. Oh, we yeah. just so happened to make this deal in the last fifteen minutes. You know, correct. Yeah, you mean like Brad Boxberger, one year, two point five million dollars with the Brewers. <laughs> uh, Nelson Cruz, uh, one year deal with the Nationals. Uh, I, I really, I know. I was like, who the fuck is catcher Ben Vaughndor? Why did I write that one down? Because he got traded for Josh Donaldson. And is he the guy? Is he the guy who uh, swigged whiskey, Greeno, in that clip that I saw on Twitter this week? He's not. No, that was a college catcher. Uh, uh, that okay. was fucking cool. We'll talk about he, that after the segment. Oh, good. I hope uh, he has a big career. I love him. Me too. That was fucking genius. Uh, the Yankees traded for Josh Donaldson and Isaiah Conifalea and got rid of Gary Sanchez. Now, that may not mean anything to you, but Josh Donaldson nice, last year was in a fucking massive beef with the Yankees' highest-paid player because he accused him of, like, cheating. Okay. Yet he got traded to that team this year. Oh. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? He got so traded to the team he accused. Of cheating. Oh, wow. Yeah. I bet they're getting on really well in the dressing rooms. Sure, after they, the, yeah. yeah. Sure, they're loving it, yeah. Um, Atlanta and Oakland are in agreement that will send uh, Matt Olsen to the Braves. These, these uh, locker rooms in these professional – at the level that these teams are, and I think probably to an extent like English Premier League teams as well, there can never be like totally coherent, fluent. I, no. I, I don't think with that much money, you that can ever money, truly, I don't okay. think it can ever truly be a team. No, even take the ego out of it because you yeah. can be like a solid professional, you know, and not have an ego, but it, it it's the fact that there's so much money involved that, it's it's it really is, it can't be about the team. It can't be. It, it just can't. If they're earning like five hundred thousand dollars a week and shit, like they do in the English Premier League, you know, like ridiculous yeah. amounts of money, it's a fly in, fly out gig, isn't it? Really, it is. Like I think I think it's also just a human thing. Like yeah. if you put like not like. It seems like the the overall theory is like, oh, you know, every sport seems harmonious and, you know, everyone should get along, blah, blah, blah. You fucking put any 10 people in a room, not every 10 people are going to get along. It just doesn't happen. You can, it doesn't matter what, if it's sport, whether it's work, whether it's in school, no matter where you go, if you put 10 people with 10 different personalities, you can't expect everyone to get along. That's just how life works. 
Um, and then and when you the when you make all those personalities, you know, egotistical millionaires, then it probably magnifies the it problem. Makes it a little bit, yeah, a bit harder. Exactly. That's that's so. the beautiful thing about the Irish sports, like uh, Gaelic football, greener. Is that it's still it like they still have this raging debate about whether or not to be professional, and like most of the fans don't want it to be professional, like mm. like overwhelming amount, like eighty percent of fans want it to stay amateur because they're like, no, as soon as, soon as you start introducing money, you fuck it all up, you fuck it all up because they want players who like live and work in the town that they're playing for yeah. and stuff, you know. And there there is something nice about that. I know. Nice, Gary. We'll we'll never get back to that, but I love like reading old stories about footy teams and stuff, you know, where all the kids grew up in the same area and shit yeah. played together. Like to be fair to the Penrith Panthers, that story is kind of like that as well. You kind of read my mind. I was thinking like Penrith has a lot of they do. They managed yeah. to put together a lot of local juniors and yeah. had some success. And I like seeing that. Unfortunately, a whole bunch of them are signed elsewhere now. But mm. that's the na- that's the thing. That's the nature of professional sport. That's what um, now it's a business. Now they, you know, yeah. they get the. It, it makes it hard to be a dynasty. That's why, like you know, when you see teams like say the Cats in the AFL or the Titans, mm. Richmond, Greeno, Hawthorne, right? To yeah. win like three years in a row, be challenging for you know a good five six year chunk, and keeping all those players together, very hard to do. Usually, hmm. what happens you have a couple good years, and then the rich teams poach your best players, and then you got to start again. That's what the A's do every year, isn't it? Like they find players and they have them poached, and then they have to start again. So, well, not poach, they sell them. As you, well, you yeah, would, that's their business if strategy. Listened, if yeah. you've listened thus far, they've already sold off their three best players, and yeah. there's more to come, sir. Mariners got Jesse Winker and Eugenio oh, Suarez, Gary. the three prospects. Colin McHugh, two years, ten million dollars with the Braves. Anthony Rizzo, thirty-two million for two years with the uh, with the Yankees. Donovan Solano, one year, $4.5 million with the Reds. Zach Greenfrey, one year with the Royals. Chris Bryant, seven years, $182 million with the Rockies. Jock Peterson, one year, $6 million to the Giants. Uh, ah, this one hurt. Fucking uh, Chapman traded to the Jays from the A's for four players. Uh, Suzuki gets five years from the Cubs. Swarba, sorry, four years with the Phillies. And Freddie Freeman, Atlanta hero. Now, this one fucking hurts for Atlanta fans, all right? B.E.'s Freddie- an Atlanta fan, is he not? He is. Now, Freddie Freeman, think of like your home cut, cookie cutter hero, right? Yeah. Of your sport and go, this guy, you think of that team in this generation, this is your guy. Okay. Freddie Freeman was the guy. He's big. He's smiley. He's been with the team since he was drafted. He, uh, How he long has he been there? Uh, like 10 years. Oh, yeah. He uh he loves the, loves the team. Like Jeremy he, Cameron leaving the Giants last year, Greeno. About 11 uh, no. or 12 years with the top goal scorer for every single year he played for the club and then left. <laughs> yeah. But this guy, you think of Atlanta in this generation, think Freddie Freeman. He left. Six years, $162 million with the Dodgers. Okay. There's no transfer fees in baseball, is there? Dude's a free agent. So, all uh, right. So, but are there transfer fees for other players? Uh, no, because what happens is, yeah, if you trade, you got to trade players back or money. So I guess that's a transfer fee. Oh, ah, right. So did the A's get, do the A's get for trading their three best players? Do they get money in return? Is that? No, they got players and draft picks in return. I don't know draft picks. Sorry, they got players in return. Right. So they got a whole bunch of prospects. So it's what the A's do. They get to a point where they're like, oh shit, we're about to lose all these players. Let's sell them off and rebuild the team for three years' time to be good. But that's what I mean when you say sell them off. They're not really selling them, though. You mean well, trading selling, them out. They're, yeah, they're trading replenish them for, the, re- Replenish the youth stocks again. Exactly. Basically, players they think will be good in three years' time to build a really good team. So the A's are going to suck for another three years, and then they'll be good again. 
So what their their strategy is to stay afloat, they need to they might get one shot every five years at it, and if it doesn't work, oh well, sell them. Let's try again for another five years. Is that the way well, it they, works? Yeah, pretty much. Like they they so have for like one season for one season, they'll have all these young players still in contract and playing well, and it's like okay, this is our well, one chance, and then they no, make it to semis, and then they're out, and they're like okay, sell them. <laughs> no, here's the thing with the A's. Like they managed to do it really well in the essence of. They go about three, four years being competitive, then they stuck for two or three, and then they're good for three or four again. Mm. Um, They just never seem to get over that hurdle of winning a World Series. Whereas other teams tank and suck for like seven years. Soak up all the the good picks. Yeah, and then still never win a World Series anyway. So the A's like do it like right in a way where they're like, we know we're not going to compete, so we're trying to get better sooner rather than later but they don't fully tank for years on end just for draft picks. But there you go. It's, it sucks for A's fans because they've just sold off their four best players, still more to go. And they had a really and, good shot at it, right? No, not really. Like no. they were kind of they were, they were missing it. They, they were on the fringe of a playoff. They're probably not going to win the World Series. Right. Um, even if they kept all those players. But, like, it just sucks. How are you meant to buy a jersey for a team if that if you don't know if the players have been there in a year's time? You know what I mean? Like, if they're only I'm, I'm, if they're all only there for two year contracts, why bother? You know? like, I bought, bought two Giants jerseys in my life with a player on the back. Right. Um, one of them doesn't play for the team anymore, and the other one retired as only ever playing for the Giants. Oh, the catcher guy. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like I don't want to fucking buy a number on the back anymore. For mm. that particular reason, like I, I, I'll, ha- I'll just stick with the jerseys I've gotten and move on. But yeah, it's a shame, especially for A's fans because they've had a good young team to kind of cheer on for a bit, mm-hmm. and they've just sold off all their best. So, so they're going to be shitty again years. for another couple of years. Exactly. Well but let's no, let's look at. But they're not let's the look- stars of the trade period, are they, Greeno? No, of course not, sir. Because we're the stars. We're going to call Jerry now. Jerry. It was so good. Now uh, I heard there was a, a tweet last week I saw, and geez, it made me happy. Mm-hmm. It was a tweet from Jerry Depoto, and his quote was, "I'm ready to transact." I'm, that was his wait. Exact, was that is that is this true, Jerry that Depoto? Is true. So oh, he's embracing now. He's embracing the internet law on him. Exactly. Oh, so great. he said because once the lockout stopped. They said, Jerry, what you, like, what's your plans for Seattle? He goes, I'm ready to transact. Now, he didn't disappoint. Since he's taken over about four years ago, it's his 121st trade. Oh, I need to find this. I need to find this video of him saying, I'm ready to transact. Where oh, it's I not go? a video. It's a tweet. I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, so, uh, but it's the first time he traded with the Cincinnati Reds. I'm ready to transact. <laughs> <laughs> That's like... Because he, he is the king of tra- now. This is one thing I do know about baseball. It's that the Mariners' fucking uh, owner Jerry Depoto is an absolute no, not owner, general manager. General manager. The the Mariners' general manager is a fucking lunatic. That's what I know. <laughs> That's the one Crazy. thing I know. Crazy Uncle Jerry Depoto. <laughs> it's just he's he doesn't he hasn't he brought players in and then sold them on the same fucking day? Like they've had to reroute the plane to another city while it's in the air and shit. He, he has he has traded for the same player three times. Three times he trades him in, then trades he, him out. Trades him in, trades him out. Fucking unreal. Jerry's a genius. So since he took over as GM for the Mariners four years ago, 121 trades. He, that only leaves three teams he hasn't traded with, yeah. the Tigers, Rockies, and Angels. So he has traded with 27 individual teams over the course of the last four years. 
Tigers, Rockies, Angels to go. Now, if you're the nice, first three teams, you're asking, oh, what the fuck, man? What do I need to do? I need to get Jerry on the phone. Make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Um, good to have Uncle Jerry back, I must admit. That's Isn't it? Man. Fucking hot stove. Well done, little stat man. I'm a stat man. All right. <laughs> what have we got now? Cricket stat man. What, what have I got there? What are you doing? Uh, okay. I don't know. What the fuck are we doing, Greeno? Do you want to get out of here? What are we doing? Uh, I want to do, do uh, Sexist Smitty before we go. Sexist Smitty? Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. This. I don't know. What, I think. I, I don't know if I loved this or hated it, you know? <laughs> you know what it I mean? Weird. It was a bit weird. So, Steve Smith uh, decided here's a good idea. I'm the vice captain. I'm going to send out a tweet to congratulate the fact that Mitchell Swepson. He's finally he's been in the in the, the Ten years, mate. Part of, part of the squad for the last six years. Mm. Um and he finally got picked for the test squad. So we thought I'm gonna do the nice, right Gary. thing. I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm gonna send a tweet and, and say, if I'm not hey, mistaken, he's been bowling pretty fucking well too. He's been very, very, very well yeah. for the last five years. Yeah. Uh, always in the cusp, but you can't fucking replace the goat. Mm. And there's never been a time to have two spinners until now. Yeah. So finally he gets his opportunity. Uh Smitty sent out a tweet. It's been a while since the leg spinner debuted for Australian Test cricket. I've no doubt Mitch Swepson, Mitch Swepson, sorry, will be far more successful than the last leggy, i.e., he's hanging shit on himself. Yeah. Uh, because he was the last leggy. That's Good right. Luck, mate. Self-deprecating, innocent fucking tweet from Smitty to give this guy a rap and make put shit on himself in that classic way that we Australians love. Aussies do exactly. Can't wait to walk out with you there tomorrow. So send a nice tweet for his mate. That's it. Said, look, looking forward to walking out with you there. But this, we're, we're in the uh, the outrage culture day, mate. So people <sighs> had to take that very fucking nice message yeah. and go, hey, 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 Smitty, Smitty, stop being so sexist, Not mate. good enough, mate. Not good enough, mate. Stop trying to stand up and, and uh, give some support to a friend who's about to make his debut after five years in the wilderness. Why didn't you think about the women leg spinners, <sighs> Smitty? Uh, this dickhead at Joel HE nineteen ninety seven. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> fuck him. Alana Al- Ki- Alana King literally. He, he even said literally. Greta. Literally. Nice, Gary. Alana King oh. literally debuted this year. Yes, but not for the men's team, Greeno. Mm-hmm. Not for, and you know what? Like, so okay. You know what? You know what? Joel Heritage, mate. How about this? We'll start referring to the debuts of Alana King as a leg spinner when she's out there on the field with Steve Smith at the same time. How do you like that, yeah. mate? How do, how's yeah. that for a Nice, Gary! So it's like, oh, okay, so if we need to talk about them in the same category then, oh, okay, well, then they should all play against each other then. Exactly. Yeah, what's the problem here? Okay, mm. so let's let's let the girls play against the guys and then we'll talk about – because it's he's making out as if it's wrong – to mention uh, the last leg spinner to play for the Australian cricket team in a in a male context, like that's that's yeah. the wrong thing to say. And it's amazing that so many people took that same fucking angle, right? I'm intrigued as to how many replies this fucking like. Look at this guy. Smith should have been specific. So Smith should have been the last player, to, the last fault. guy to debut for the men's team. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Nice, Gary. Fuck me. People are nuts what online, a- aren't they? Fucking insane. Uh, but sexist mini. Fuck him. Let's we need to suspend him for another what twelve months. Oh please. That's that's not even enough. <laughs> that's not enough. Let's draw and quarter him. Let's cut his nuts off and show him what it feels like, Greeno. Exactly. Yep. Uh, a couple of things before we go. Uh, dick move. How about Tom Brady coming back? You dick. 
Tom Brady coming back from retirement uh, a day after his final touchdown ball was sold for $540,000. Did he really do that a day after? Yeah, a day after. Who so bought that fucking football? Did, like, is he just, is Tom Brady such a quarterback that he's quarterbacking the fans as well and we don't realise it? Fans over, I don't know, maybe. But, yeah, some dude bought his final touchdown ball for, like, a half million dollars. And then the next day, he's like, yeah, man, I'm coming back. So he's coming back for the Bucks as well, is he? Or? Yeah, sure is, mate. Yeah, he's signed okay. with the Bucks again. So he's back. What, just uh, a one, a one, is it a one-year deal, two-year yeah, deal? Yeah, one-year deal, yeah. Okay. He, Why he do spent, you reckon he came back? Well, he spent two months with his family. He's like, that's enough. Right, uh, so he's, to go back. he reckons he's still got another fucking season in him. Good on him. Like, I hate it when we try to get the, the greats to retire early. Yeah. You know, oh, if, no, I agree. If his performance enough, is it wasn't last year like one of his best ever years or something. Statistically, his best year, hundred percent. Yeah, so like the team let him down last year. He was ready to go back to back, and the team couldn't keep up with how good he was playing. Mm. You know, so that happens. But um, yeah, we always try to fucking get rid of the the you know the veteran superstars early. We can't wait to talk about them retiring when if performances are there. Just I would keep signing them. Absolutely. Fucking oath. Oh, I 100% agree. Yeah. It, it makes no fucking sense to, yeah, try, try and get me out. But good on him. Yeah, he came back and uh, fucked over that dude, though. Mm. Uh, <laughs> we got the stat man. Stat man. Um, I'm stat man. Usman Khawaja, the first Australian to score a test entry in Pakistan since Mark War in 1998. Usman was 12 years of age. So wow. well done there to Usman. He's, he's fucking been unbelievable, by the way, since he Hasn't got the he, call. He got, what, did he get 97 in that first innings on that fucking yep. road in the first test? Yeah, yeah, yep. And then, and then 160-odd in his second, and then un, unbeaten in the, the second innings of the second test as well. Yeah, and that second test, he he showed, like, what in what good touch he, he is in because in the first test, it was hard to tell. Everybody scored, like, runs pretty much the same way. But in the second test, he kind of looked head and shoulders above everyone else, didn't he? He looked at oh, home. easily. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, side note, BE's just put the uh, <laughs> the, the tweet from Jerry DePoto. Oh, really? Uh, in our there uh, group is. chat. There it is. I woke up in the morning, read <laughs> transcends that. <laughs> hey, Seattle, let Jerry DePoto cook. <laughs> <laughs> is that his account, is it? Uh, no, no, that's Oh, that's no, no. Okay. That's the Mariners. Uh, the other thing, uh, you had uh, LeBron James. I know you don't like LeBron, but fuck me, can he play basketball? First player ever in NBA history to score, to record 10,000 points, rebounds, and assists mm -hmm. ever. Like all the players in NBA history, no one has ever got 10,000 points, rebounds, and assists. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, Jordan, for me, still the best ever I've seen. Yeah. But that's fucking pretty impressive <laughs> to get 10,000 points, rebounds, assists. He's the ultimate team player, uh, except when. He's part of a team. And finally, <laughs> we've got um, Greg Popovich. The... This this one hurts for me. I don't oh, like, really? I don't like, yeah, because I'm I'm a Houston fan. I, don't, I fucking yeah, hate the Spurs. <laughs> I fucking hate them. My most hated team. I fucking hate. I them, hate so. the Spurs, but you got to respect Pop as a coach. He's fucking. He's pretty no. good. Uh, winning as coach in NBA history. And think about his career. Like he's had, he's had good teams, but not those like you'd assume. Phil Jackson would probably be up there. Mm. Um, I guess he's just had that longevity. When I, well, when I saw this, I'm trying to think of like the 
the greatest Houston coach, and I guess it would have to be Rudy Tomjanovich. Tomjanovich, exactly. That's the guy I thought of. And he I, he was one of the few coaches who actually got the better of Popovich. You know, he yeah. had a he had a better record against Popovich than vice versa. But there weren't many coaches that did. You know, I think um, it comes but, down to longevity as well. Like, because yeah. I'm like, if I'm thinking of the great coaches, I'm not thinking of Don Nelson. No, and no disrespect to Don Nelson, Lenny Wilkins, Jerry Sloan, yeah, yeah, Jerry Sloan, I'll pay. Pat, uh, Ro- Pat, Pat Riley, I'll pay. See, Pat, no, I don't pay Pat. See, because I see Pat Riley as the Knicks coach. No, he's 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 the peak of the Lakers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wasn't he also the? Uh, he was the Knicks coach in the nineties. That's well. right. And so that's that's the way I remember Pat Riley was the Knicks not fucking winning anything. You know, when they had like, like Ewing and Star, still winning, still winning lots of games. This is just over winning lots of games. Yeah, and then yeah. he was also the Heat, wasn't he as well, Riley? He was. Yeah, Heat, and then he became like. See, he had a lot of good teams. The, another thing that sets Popovich apart is he had to keep rebuilding the same team, which is I mm. think. Much, 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 much harder than just going like getting drafted. Or, see, Pat Riley was the coach you bring in to win, try and win you a championship. Yeah. So Spot he on. would always have bring a fucking. A team. He had yeah. a playoff team every single time he walked out there. Like he had a playoff team handed to. He would walk out of one job and walk into a fucking playoff team straight away. That was just the he, way he was seen. He coached. He coached Magic, Kareem, yeah, uh, Worthy, all the fucking like those prime '80s Lakers teams, yeah. and then walked into a Knicks team with Starks, Ewing, etc. Then went to the Miami team that looked was fucking competitive with Shaq, Dwayne Wade. Like you're yeah. right. Whereas Popovich had to turn over. He's been with the Spurs forever. Yeah, and Popovich. Oh, that's, Popovich that's why I want to give him a nice Gary. Well, what Popovich also did though, he he maintained loyalty with his players as well. I reckon mm. he would have had more career Spurs players than any other coaches had for any other team. Ah, good call. Give yourself a nice Gary. That's Thank fucking you. spot on. Nice so it's Gary. it's a culture of loyalty that they have yeah. there, and like this fuck again. I'm I'm not saying this because I love the Spurs. I fucking hate the Spurs, but credit where yeah. it's due. There's mm. like a culture of loyalty there. He's been there for a lifetime. They're, they're, and he's built these teams with, the, he's got the most wins with teams where, yeah, sure, they've had their stars, but their stars have never been like, like they've never been a team of stars, right? No, never. Yeah, David Robinson, you're fucking Manu Ginobili was like the like the best sixth man in the league. You know, it's mm. those kinds of stars. Tony, Tony Parker, Parker, you know. Uh, Tony Tim, Parker Tim was, but Tony Parker was lucky to play playoff games. Like he was a very, very good player. Don't get me wrong, but he you don't think star when you think of Tony no, Parker, Parker. You know, he turned he turned Patty Mills into an NBA star. That's right. Patty Mills was out. Patty Mills was out here playing in the Australian Basketball League, and no one fucking gave a fuck about him. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, he's over there playing for the Spurs, and he's like the start. What was he? The starting point guard after what, like four or five years or something with them, or something like that? He yeah. started their games. Well, he, he was more six man for the most part, mm. but played his role and was a very effective role player. Yeah, for but a then, guy who, yeah, but he didn't have a year career. there. But then he started. Then he started playing once uh, Parker retired. That's right. Then yeah. Paddy Mills was the starting point guard. Yeah, so he's just had this fucking, you know, this knack of creating these teams and then keeping them together. What were we talking about earlier, right? Like trying to keep a team together. Yeah. <clears throat> so what for whatever reason and whatever he's done and he continues to do, he'll probably coach that team till he fucking dies, won't he? Yeah. So, you know, how long has he been there now? 30-something years? There or thereabouts, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you know what? Even though it, it pains me to say it because I fucking hate the Spurs. Nice, Gary! To Greg Popovich. Uh, I love the fact that I started that segment 
And I'm like, I just give him respect because fucking credit to him. And you're like, oh, fuck Greg Popovich. And then you spent the next 10 minutes talking about everything I was going to talk Blow about. Blowing smoke up his ass. <laughs> as, as to why I want to give him credit after you'd said fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And that's why I want to give him a nice go. All right, let's get some plugs, sir. Are you going to be asked or are you going to sleep in tomorrow? What do you I reckon? don't know, man. I kind of feel oh, like sleeping sleep in. in. Yeah. Sleep in. You reckon? Did, uh, did Steph put that pole up for the Russian gear? No. No, he nah, never showed. He never did. Disappointing. So Steph decided to skip that. Skip that. He skipped that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He, that. That, he really does. Step. He always loved that segment, Greener. You love that segment. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What are you doing tomorrow? Do you want to go on the show? Nah, not at all, mate. Why not? Why don't you come on my show? I go on your uh, show every week. <laughs> well, this is our show. <laughs> I go on your show every week, Greener. Why don't you come on mine once? <laughs> well, for the simple fact that I've fucking, I've barely had a voice to get through this show. Well, so. you'll be out doing the shopping, won't you? Well, I've got shopping to do tomorrow. I'm going to speak to fucking old mate. It'll be nine o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Yeah, for, like, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to skip her yep. and deal with the old broad at fucking midday instead. Ah. Um, what what do you got lined up for tomorrow's show? That's the thing. That's why I'm thinking about not doing a show because I literally have nothing. <laughs> no. So you're making me look like the bad guy when you got nothing lined up. No, because that's <laughs> the, like like I was telling you before the show. Just, just this work with uh, this week with work has just been such a fucking punish, and I haven't been able yeah. to think about anything else or do anything else. And now I get here Friday night and I've literally got no prep. I don't even know what's been in the news. That's how, that's what the, the kind of week I've had. You know what I mean? Just so, take our Russia segment. Oh, yeah. I guess it's, <laughs> I mean, I could literally, I could literally like go, I could put into YouTube Russia news and find something to piss on for two hours. It would be no problem. <laughs> like it's mm. jam packed, but I don't know if I want to do that or not. So. Ah, fair call. I can you sleep in. Sleep uh, in. I'm pretty well, fucking tired. <laughs> any uh, any other shows you could recommend in the absence of the Daily Boogie? Uh, yeah, the, all of them. The you know Boogie. the ones. Sunday Night Shit Show, Pessy's around, winning TV. Pessy's always good. Pessy's yeah. good. Pessy's actually uh, on two-week break, Greeno. He's going to Florida. Oh, dead set. Yeah, he's going to go down to Florida, meet some well, of the not, boyos. Well, let's not plug him then because there's no, no show fuck him, yeah. That. If he's not doing a show, it's fuck him. Fuck Pessy. Fuck him. Fuck Pessy. Plug in the show. <laughs> Uh, Major Tom, who you got? You got a Kim Ashurin? I'm going to get a Kim Ashurin and a Kim Ashurin. Oh, we better plug Robbie's World from the start of the Robbie's show. Robbie's World, that's right. Big fans of Robbie's World in Thailand and Vietnam and wherever they are. over there, yeah, 100%. Yeah, wherever they do the, the cheap animation. Fergo and the Freak, um, don't forget about them. Oh, definitely Fergo and the Freak. They're fucking good great guns. They're back. They're back this they're year. Back, they're they're firing up. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to more of that. Yeah. Uh, anyone else we need to plug? No, I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much his visit. Yeah, I think All so. Right. Well, great way to finish the show. Yep. All right, then. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies If life should reject you, there's me to protect you If I say that your tongue is vicious If I call you uncouth It's simply that Who else but a bosom buddy Will sit down and tell you the truth